Holla, holla, holla. Wow. There's two of them now. We're really with the Doofus Brothers, yo. There's two of them now. Oh, no. Yo. Oh. <laughs> oh, this is Episode bad. 38. I feel like we're out on an island here. 38 of the no, goddamn just, fools. We're back. <laughs> it's hey, just... Welcome back. We 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 back. Uh, my annoying little brother Dallas is here today. An island. We are wow. on an island. This is bad news. Yo. Man. Oh, man. I think I'm starting to sweat a little bit. <laughs> no, I need a drink. <laughs> Please like us, subscribe. Oh, we tell hate a friend. you. Don't, don't turn away you hate from our this. audience. No, no, no we She's hate about you. Why do you hate me? Talk about you. The fuck did I do to you? You was plural, as in the both of you. We're two completely different people. Your bloodline being present I in mean, this yeah, room. Same, same complexion. One has hair on his head, one doesn't. One has hair on his face, one I'm, doesn't. I'm darker. <laughs> yeah, just because you, that's you, you were just, just got back from vacation. Know, that's barely. Barely. <laughs> Like, like oh, he's gonna look like him in like ten years. Oh yeah, no, I give it like another five. Oh, Damn, before it, that's before, rough. Before that starts rough. to thin out, yeah, that's true. I don't wear hats. That's my that's my uh, go-to. I don't think it's gonna happen. Don't wear hats. Don't think it's gonna happen. I don't know. It's looking a little yeah, sparse. My, my when you look at all of our uncles, they're all bald. He thinks it's a hat. He thinks it's a hat. All the motherfuckers wear hats. He thinks it's the hat. You think your you male pattern baldness came from? You don't even know your uncles then if you think they all wear hats. Um. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> incredible. Hey. Uh, how was y'all two weeks? We've been gone for a while. Now we back with the jump off. Wow! Don't do that. No. Wow! Do that. I think wow. my migraine's coming back. <laughs> yes. Don't look at me, Dallas. <laughs> this is like a hell of a way to get back into it. No. I thought it was like ease. Nope. No. Nope. Head first, diving. This no. is like feet into the fire kind of shit. We are the meat of an idiot sandwich today. Yeah. <laughs> that was a terrible reference. It sounded bad. It sounded bad, but meat <laughs> appropriate. It is appropriate. You never heard that expression before? <laughs> nah. Okay. No, no. Well, there you go. <laughs> Did you hear that on Dawson's Creek? No. No, I didn't. <laughs> uh how's your weeks? It's pretty good. What's happening up to? You know, just working. Nothing important. Bianca's shitty. <laughs> It's been a rough Tell us how you really feel. Like shit. (laughs) (laughs) You asked for the truth pretty bad. Pretty bad. (laughs) Like shit. (sighs) No, I'm getting I'm getting better, I hope. So we'll see. Hopefully so. But yeah. Anyway. You're here. I'm here. No beach day today. No beach day. (laughs) Yeah, because it's gonna rain for the next nineteen years, (laughs) nigga. Yeah, because if it wasn't I probably wouldn't be here. Oh man. I had a had a family vacation at Disney. Family went to Universal. Yeah, you're a real cool. adult. You want to feel vacation. Yeah. When me and Bianca go on vacation, we just go get trash yeah. some, somewhere else and then come home. I wanted to. <laughs> My family. <laughs> I went to. You should have just did it anyway. Yeah, I, I almost, I did leave at one point by myself because they were getting on my, like, nobody wanted to do anything yet. I'm like, I can't just sit here. You like to do too much on vacations. Like, you no. got to have balance. Like, no, there's got to be some balance. relaxation. I did have balance, okay. but we relaxed all day and we were just sitting there. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> I can see Evan now. Everybody's like chilling, relaxed. Everybody's really happy. Evan's like, damn, I've been here all day. I gotta go do something. He Yo, just ran out the door. Like, he's got like adult ADD. <laughs> now, he's one of the people like when they go on vacation, he wants to do things. Talking hey, to ADD. A lot of people that go on vacation like to just relax. They'll go to the beach, they'll chill. They'll be perfectly fine. Not Evan. He'll stay at the resort for like a day and a half. It's like, nah, this is bullshit. I'm out of here. He's one of those people who has to have like a vacation itinerary. You know those people who are you, like, are you, are you that who person? wake you up at like 8 a.m. and they're like, all right, everybody get up. We're it's, going. Let's no, do this. It depends. 
It depends on what where we're at. Don't be don't be vacation if at, itinerary. If guy. you're at Disney World, you kind of have a kind of have to have an itinerary. That's word on the street. You, you know, I'm not going if I want to go on vacation. Disney. Yeah, I need another vacation for my vacation. That sounds like that doesn't sound relaxing. That sounds like you have to do shit. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted, and we didn't do like the first time we went two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yo, we were at the parks from morning to night every day for six days straight. That this sounds time, terrible. This time we only did I think. Once, one day of full park. Let's talk about how different our vacations were this year. When I went to Carousel, you know what I did? I had drunk for four days. And I don't think I left the resort. I left long enough to get a haircut. (laughs) That was it. (laughs) And the barber in Carousel was fucking incredible. Nice. You know, he used like a straight razor, had the line straight, did everything right. That's the only time I left the resort. I wasn't more than 10 feet away from a bar for four days. My perfect vacation. (laughs) Perfect Perfect vacation. Fucking perfect. Yeah, I'm eyeing. I mean, I'm eyeing. For my next trip, maybe uh, maybe head back to LA next year. Okay. Um, maybe catch a Laker game. I do want to go to Tokyo in uh, 2020, though. I I want to do it. I don't know how money's gonna end up for the Olympics, but uh. Yeah, yeah you're talking high. a lot of money there. Tokyo's I already wanna, expensive to go to. Yeah, I want to head out there. Only, we'll only, and it's, it's probably mostly because of that flight. It's got to be like 20 hours to get there. Yeah. See, so, so the way I was looking at it was, um. Thanks for that, P. <laughs> you're welcome, nigga. Continue with the fuck ice, you're saying. Ice all in the mic. Um, you live. I was thinking about hitting LA in 2020. The the MLB All Star Game is there. Okay. In 2020, and then the ESPYS and the Olympics are like the week after. So I was thinking of kind of maybe just leaving for a month. This nigga want to take a sabbatical. You're gonna be poor. <laughs> you're gonna be poor, that nigga. Is he? <laughs> I'm just thinking like all the money he's driving. He just said the all-star game, bread. <laughs> staying in town a little longer for the SB's bread. Having no, sure. on a 14-hour flight to Tokyo to stay in Tokyo, bread. Yeah, but staying in a hotel for a month. <laughs> it's two bread. years. Your it's two years age. from now. It's two years from now. So I mean. There's time. I, Start saving tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Start time. saving yesterday. <laughs> Facts. Matter of fact, who else was talking about going to Japan? Uh, Dwayne was saying the other day that he wanted to go. I was to go. to Japan, yeah. yeah. I'd love to go. My uh, one of my cousins went when he was when he was younger. He's he's like he's mid forties. I think he went when he was like in his twenties. But I I don't want to be on. I don't th- I don't know if I can be on a plane that long. It's a long flight. It's a long ass And that's flight. why I was like, yo, if I go to L.A. first, it'll kind of cut half, not half, but and then you lose a day, a third or whatever. Yeah, but you get so much time when you come back. Yeah, to die. <laughs> you got you got to take two weeks off from work just to recover, nigga. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I'm thinking it's like it's yeah, like six to get here. Yeah, you're gonna be fucked up. It's six. To, it's six to get to LA. It's another six to get to Hawaii. Yeah, but LA is not really six. It's, What's everyone five and a half? It, it sometimes it's closer to five than it is six hours. I mean, probably on the plane. You're probably on the plane for six hours. Okay, but the flight, I guess, flight time. Okay. You ain't in the no, air that long. He always has to like. A, you said all that just to say exactly what Eric yeah, said. No, as I, I mean, that's, a, that's a well actually ass nigga right there. Yeah. Like, you are a well actually ass Sometimes you just got to talk and then realize what you're saying. The fuck, man? Damn, it's a podcast. Yeah, I should know this by now. Jesus Christ. It's mad it's words just to agree with Eric. Five, you know. I feel yeah. like I'm coming down with something. You, know, yeah. you niggas are sick and I need you to get away from me. I feel like I'm coming down with something. Yeah, I don't feel right. Stupidity? Stupid sandwich. Is that what it was? Oh, God. Okay, moving on. So you're back from vacation. You need a vacation from your vacation. Yeah. When do you got to go back to work? Uh, Today. today. <laughs> <laughs> How's that going for you? When are you going in? 
Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's the spirit. Call out season. Good for you, sir. Um, I'm not feeling well. I need to take a care day. Mental health. It's important. Sure. Yes. Um, yeah. Dal, what's up with you? You change your uh, Instagram name? I'm soul searching. You're soul searching? Yes. What, what the you... hell does that mean? I have no clue. Okay. Yeah. Why'd you change your name? Do you think you're growing out of the D-Swizz? I am growing out of the D-Swizz. I'm letting myself sprout into a beautiful light-skinned man. Oh, man. Oh, God. <laughs> are you Is the, anybody else done with this conversation? Are you the, are you the light-skinned rose that grew out the concrete? <gasps> Don't answer that. <laughs> Don't answer that. Can I call out sick of this podcast? Can I call out sick? Can I, can I get a sick day from this? Bianca did. Absolutely. Actually, y'all both did, because... I'm on vacation. Fuck you. No, no, I meant. What the fuck are you doing, <laughs> Dallas? Where did that just go? It's at your foot. Don't worry. Throw a dirty napkin at me. No, I'm no, gonna he, punch he your ball- brother in his head. <laughs> he balled it up. He, he did not let it. If we, uh, if I had to cut this podcast short, it's because uh, a fight broke loose. Because Bianca tried to kill one of them today, and it wasn't me. Oh, it might be. I purposely sat Bianca across from me. The so old Dallas. It'll take a while for her to get to me. But the new Dallas, no violence. What? Yeah. 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 Okay. So D Swizz would have fought you. Dallas Swain. Yes. Is nonviolent. Maturity. <sighs> it's called maturity, Bianca. All right. You've guys. spoken <laughs> in right. 16 different voices since we sat down right. today. Right. Please don't talk to me. <laughs> talk really? to the voices in your head. Oh, man. Uh, what are we starting? What are we talking about today? Because we got to just get into it before I kill one of you folks. <laughs> this generation stress level and heart health. <laughs> well, I see you got that written down. You seem a little uh, <laughs> stressed right now. Bitch. Breaking news at time. I don't know what, why you wrote this down, but uh, do you want to elaborate? <laughs> oh, my God. So uh, there was a conversation going on on Twitter about like the levels of stress like this generation has been susceptible to as opposed to like our parents, baby boomers, whoever the fuck generation came before them. I don't know all the names. Is this the millennial generation? Yes, we're millennials. Before us was Gen X and then 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 baby baby boomers. boomers, Yeah. 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 Talking to Mike. Um, there's been like a lot of instances of really young people dying of like heart failure, heart attacks, heart disease. Um, and I'm talking young, like ages 30 to like 50. Well, like Erica Gardner was 27 and she had a heart attack and died. Right. The daughter of Erica Gardner, she, was, she wasn't even 30. 27? 27. Died was, of a heart attack. She, I mean, I see, her father was a big dude. Was she a big girl? I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, it, that, that could have something to do with it too, like diet and all that. Yeah. But the stress levels, especially I mean, if she became yeah. more of a public figure after her father was killed by the police in, in New York, that's not helpful. Uh, there, and then I think what sparked the conversation too is there's somebody that I kind of know through other people um, who recently just had a heart attack at 33. And I was like, yo, like, why is this becoming like, Normal, like it's almost becoming normal where young people are having heart attacks like regularly, heart failure. Like, what the hell is happening? Is it our stress levels? Is it our diets? Is it both? It's, I think, I would think it's a combination. Yeah, it's fucking scary, yo, that that like young people are kind of just like dropping out of the sky 
with heart health issues out of nowhere. Like people who are seemingly extremely young, extremely healthy, and they're dying or they're having full-blown heart attacks. Like, you know, the shit they put in the food now, even if you even if you eat healthy, yeah, all the not- chemicals and how they feed the animals that you eat and all that, that all, that all plays a factor into your health, especially if you don't eat right. Then you add in stress. I know prior generations have had stressful things happen to them, but the scale of what you see, everything that happens now is so much more. Like people that went through shit in the 60s, they heard about it through the news, but it was like newspapers. Right. It wasn't, there wasn't a 24 yeah. 7, 365 stream of bad shit. Of bad shit that comes right to your phone. Yeah, we're also hyper aware of what's happening now. You know? Exactly. Everything is right at your fingertips. You can see it. There's no barrier to like just cut off. Like anything. Back in, back in the 60s, 70s, even the 80s, you can turn off your TV, you can not read a newspaper. It can be oblivious to shit that's happening. Now, you'd have to try not to know. Yeah, you get a notification. You got to turn Everything's a notification. Right. There's fucking billboards that change all the time and shit. You can <laughs> see something on the fucking highway, like Amber Alerts, anything. You know what I'm saying? TV, radio, your phone. I mean, it's like you can't, even if you try, you can't avoid it's knowing a, all the shit that's It's a going constant on. stream of information, and all the information isn't good. Most of it's negative, yeah. 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 Most, and most of it's bullshit, too. <laughs> the That's true. News, but, you know, so, like, I, I know we touched on this before, like, with this whole, um, with Trump being president and everything, how we're all going to come out of this, right? Like, how are we all going to feel after the next four years or after the next eight years, God forbid? Mm. But, like, what kind of toll this is all going to take on us? And I'm just wondering what kind of toll just life in general is taking on us, right? With the economy being the way it is, with healthcare being the way it is, with education being the way it is. Are we really more stressed than, you know, our parents were, our grandparents were? Like, yes, did some of them live through slavery and the Great Depression and segregation and all those things? Yes, I would never, ever think that we are living through anything worse than that necessarily. But is this, I don't know, is what we're living through killing us? I don't think it's um, a comparison of worse, worse or better. Right. It's different. Yes. Right. That's the word I was thinking right? for. It's different. Um, you know, 60s, like myself, I grew up in the 60s, grew up, went to school in the South. So what he saw in comparison to what I see is totally different. Yeah. But he was live and direct for some shit that happens. And the main shit I hear about or see on TV, but it's all the time. You have a, a singular incident. You can work your way through it. You know, you have the memories, but you, there's a way to work through it. It's got to be harder, I would think, to work through things that you see every day if you're somebody who's really empathetic. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not. <laughs> a lot of shit don't bother me. Surprise, because, surprise. You know, there's things that you have control over, things you don't have control over, and you got to kind of know that if you, there's nothing you can do about it, you can't, you, you, you can't really dwell on it a lot because yeah. it'll take a toll on you. You'll be sitting in therapy, and you're talking to your therapist about something that happened 3,000 miles away, but you feel like it happened in your living room. Right. And what's really the best way to deal with those kinds of things? Yeah. You know, opposed to somebody that saw some heinous shit happen, be it somebody hanged in a tree or you saw somebody get shot or something like that. It's something you can work through because you were there. You have all those emotions tied to it. There's a sensory relation to it, too. Like, you saw the flame off the gun. You saw the person hit the ground. You can see the gun pounding the head, all that shit. But the things you see on TV, how do you relate to it in such a visceral way? That it has a toll on you. And I think kids do now. Yeah. Because there's so much of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it used to be like we had our micro problems that we 
focused on ourselves and Absolutely. we have our micro problems and we have our macro problems. Yep. Right. So, so like nowadays, like, you know, you said, like, if you see someone get shot or something now, you could see someone get shot on Twitter. Right. Yeah. And, and it's totally different. How many, how many Facebook live videos have we seen people die in over right. the last yeah. couple of years? So, you know, you see, like I said, you see that thing that happens to you in person. Like to me, I saw somebody get shot. I was at a party in college and we saw a kid get shot that I knew, but you see somebody get shot on a 15 second video, but it's happening every single day. Yeah. And you can always go back yeah. to it. It's like a reference point, but you're far away enough that you can see it, but you don't have that connection, that physical connection to it. Like that, that should happen to me. It was the scariest thing I've seen in my life to this day. Yeah. But you know, I was able to work through it, but how do you work through something that you can see on a loop? Had to snap your right. fingers. It's totally different. And then, and then everybody's talking about it, right? Exactly. Because everybody else is working through how it makes them feel too. So, exactly. you know, and and we are affected by it. Like we see, you know, people get shot in other states and stuff, and it becomes like you know the news of the week, the news of the day. We're seeing school shootings every week. Like all that shit is taking a toll on people. Yeah. And because it's not happening directly in front of most people. Um, I don't think we really know what the ramifications are, right? Because we know mm-hmm. when people sustain trauma like that in person, they're susceptible to PTSD, right. anxiety, depression, right. things of that nature, right? But we're watching it happen too. We're not there, but we're seeing it all. So what kind of... It's It's got to be having an effect on us, right? Yeah. It's just kind of like, what is the effect? But I think, you know, in the field you're getting into, I think that's the next big challenge. Yeah. How do you work through these kinds of things with somebody who's super empathetic or sees all these things every day and they don't know how to work through it themselves because it's on a loop and it's something they think about. They think it's going to happen to them. It could, but it hasn't. Right. But it's a constant reminder that it could. Mm-hmm. How do you work through that? And how, do, how does a professional help somebody work through that? I, to me, I'm not, like I said, I'm not in the field at all. Yeah. I didn't go into the field for that reason because deep in digging into somebody's brain has got to be the scariest shit ever. <laughs> something I don't want to do. You know, I think to, to me, just somebody from the outside looking in, that's a, that's a big challenge that somebody's going to have to face in the future. Yeah, and then I think about like shit like school, like the the debt crisis, right, with student loans is like $1.8 trillion right now. And rising. Like that. And rising every single day, right? Yeah. I've I, I seen something that like the cost of cost of tuition is raising like eight times the cost of inflation or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's like an insane number. And yeah. you know, women hold about three fourths of that, yeah. that debt right now. Highest, highest group of educated. Well, the largest group of educated people right now is women of color, yeah. but you know, you're incurring six figure debts. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like when yes. I, I graduated from Hampton in 2008, 10 years ago, when I got there in 04, I think school costs, tuition room board was less than 20 by the time I left it was 25 I looked today before I came here it's 40 now yeah so just to see that incremental and, rise and how, in less than 10 years and how much have like wages increased since so far oh, that's, that's the thing wages haven't increased since like the fucking 90s yeah, you know what I'm saying prices keep going up every single year Cost wages are wages. And, and that's the thing it's like everyone's talking about minimum wage minimum wage and I'm just like yo <laughs> minimum wage is is raising quicker than my wage. Yeah, anything else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, all right, minimum wage it definitely should be higher. I'm, it's I'm a, all for that. But they're but, having a fight but to, then get, what? to get minimum wage to $15. But an then hour. what? Are, right. are the people making $15 now going to? No. Get a get a no. raise increase? You know what I mean? So it's just no. like. No, it's yeah. not, you think, you're talking about, like I said, is it going to be an incremental thing? Are you going to be, it's going to be a percentage of what the minimum wage is now. Absolutely. Right, not. right. They don't even want to raise minimum wage to 15 an hour. $15 an hour is like 30, 32,000 a year. 
Before tax. And that's before taxes. So after <laughs> yeah. taxes, it's probably closer to 20. Where are you living where that, that's doable? Nebraska. Maybe. South Dakota. Who wants to live there? That's why nobody lives there now. That's Wyoming. why it's called the flyover state. It's trash, bro. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Like, I think, and, and I only have, like, my personal experiences to kind of reference when we talk mm-hmm. about, like, school and loans and stuff. Like, with me going to school, I just finished my bachelor's. I'm getting ready to start my master's in September. Like, the ultimate issue for me every single time has been money. Yep. Like, so no matter how well I've performed in school, gotten excellent grades, high school, college, didn't, it didn't matter. Like it's, it's never mattered. It's always come down to, I could get into the schools that I applied to, but how the fuck was I going to pay for it? Yeah. Cause they got that, that bill's coming. They, even, don't, they don't care how, how you pay it. They know you paying it to get into school. Yeah. Like even getting, even getting into Northwestern, right. That was a huge feat for me. Like Northwestern is a great school. I wasn't sure I could get in. I worked yeah. really, really hard. I was really, really proud to get in, but I almost couldn't go because of loans, right? Because yeah. the program's going to cost $104,000 per year for, yeah. for an 18-month program. Yeah. That's cool. And, I almost, and they, you know, like I got denied for my original loan application. And the depression that it hit me immediately with that denial, like I think about other kids going through that. Right. And I mean, I figured a way out of it. Like, you know what I mean? I was able to, to, to work with the people around me and yeah, my yeah, mother yeah. and figure out how to yeah. get myself in. But I think about all the people who can't, right? Right. That's a fucking mortgage. Yo, it's beyond a mortgage. Like, <laughs> like it's a I, good mortgage. <laughs> there's a lot of math involved here for what I'm about to ask. So, <laughs> oh lord, you're talking to two niggas that can't count, right? But I, I wonder what, like, so if they're raising, them, if they want to raise the minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour, yep. Whatever you're making out of college and what. Whatever you oh, I wonder what Dallas really has his calculator out. It's gonna nah, this is a, <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Put yeah, it away. Yeah, that's no, not no. happening. It's not gonna um, be that kind of math. <laughs> I just wonder what the comparison is. Like, I make this an hour out of college, but I have this much oh, student debt. debt. So how much am I really making an hour after zero dollars? Is it the answer is negative? Is it less yeah, than fifteen? You're like oh, in the negative. It's yeah. probably less than fifteen, I would yes. imagine. Yes. So yes. at some point, if minimum wage is raised to fifteen dollars an hour, is it even worth going to school or just getting a minimum wage fucking job? I mean, like jobs right now, like entry level, like bachelor stuff, like it some, it that, is, some of that is below fifteen dollars. Yeah, like twelve dollars an hour. I finished when I finished school in 08, That's nuts. My first job, I, I was making twelve dollars an hour. Fresh, fresh out of yeah, college. Yeah, yeah. When I when I started, I was about thirteen an hour. Exactly. And this was what two thousand ten. And I'm barely, I'm $10,000 over the Connecticut poverty line now. Same. 30 plus. I have five plus years of experience in the field I'm in now in HR. And I'm uh, maybe, what's that, 25% over the poverty line now? And that's it. Yeah. That's with being out of school for 10 years, having a master's degree now. That's it. And even then, I think the, like, we had this talk a few weeks ago yeah. off, off air. I feel like that line needs to be raised. The poverty, po- poverty oh, line. Oh yeah, I oh, think yeah. it's too low. But that's the thing, like yeah, yeah. They're not oh, taking, I, see, I, see, I see what you're, you're saying. You're not yeah, taking yeah. in how much your insurance is. They're not health taking insurance in cost that of living you, at health all. insurance that you that is mandatory. They're not taking in that factor. So depending well, yeah, on how because, much you're yes, paying for that, it'll bring it's, it's you a, below. It's a hundred dollar penalty if you're not insured. How much? It's like a hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. It's a penalty if you don't have hundred dollars a year. Yeah, well, tax time rolls around. Okay. If you don't have health care, they tax you another $9,500, something like that. Mm. That's, what the, that's when the ACA came and they were like, everybody should be able to get health care. It's supposed to be affordable. Yeah. Affordable is in the name. And if you don't have it, here's $95 more that you probably don't have yeah. to pay us because you don't have health care. Right. Yeah. 
Okay. That's, the, that's the incentive to roll into, like to enroll in the Affordable Care Act, though. Yeah, I, no, I, I get, I get. That's the incentive yeah. to do it. Um, it still costs money. It, it costs expensive. money to have healthcare. Yeah. yeah, it's expensive. I've seen what healthcare costs for people working at HR, help like helping like contract workers. Mm-hmm. If they get health insurance on their own, it's like a thousand dollars a month for for like a family plan. Or some oh shit. yeah, oh yeah. If you look at what the share is, like if you pay, say, if you work at a good job, you might pay fifteen or fifteen percent of what your your medical coverage is. That maybe costs like a hundred bucks a month. Think of what the other 85% is. And if you work as a contractor, you're paying 100%. It's OD. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. But, you know, we're the only first world, first, first world country that uh, makes people pay for health care because it's a billion-dollar industry. They'd rather make money than make sure people are healthy. Yeah, but it's a, it's a struggle because, like, it's like, you know, for people who are in a position like me, right, the only way I'm ever going to get to the, the level of income that I desire, that Same. I want... Is with school. Take your yeah. ass to school. The only yep. way for me to do that is to inc- to accrue Incur- loans. Incur debt. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's the only way. So I have to put myself in debt to get the kind of money that I want to make, and then hope that hopefully I hopefully get out of it. And then hopefully get out of the debt. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like. And then it all counts against your credit. So yeah. then you can't yeah. if you want to buy a house, <laughs> anything like that. Like it, it, it just it's all a not. Like I think they've made it almost impossible for people to come out of these situations. And then you you hear people try to figure out how they're going to pay this back. Am I yeah. going to pay off as much as I can to get it out the way as quick as I can? Right. Or am and, I going to pay as little as I can so I can enjoy life a little bit more? You think right about now. it like uh, people that make like six figures, right? Yeah. Most of them, they could, if, they, if they budget it right, they can, they, can move, they can get rid of their student loan debt pretty quickly, depending on what their spending is, what their expenses are, whatever right. the case is. If you make, like I, I made $55,000 last year, right? I'm never paying my student loans off unless I double my salary. Right. And yeah. live in Connecticut for the rest of my life, which has never happened. And that's my <laughs> and that's my thinking too, is like I need to get to at least hundred K so that I'm at the point where I can pay off my loans and still live the way I kinda wanna and live. And that's still, that's to be comfortable, you know what I'm saying? Yes. That's not like penny pension and shit. You, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. And that's why a lot of people now are getting into programs where they're going into something they may not love to do, but they'll take on their loan debt. Like teachers, yeah. Depending on what what region of the world, country you work in, what county you work in, they'll pay off your student your student loans if you go to school to be a teacher. That's an incentive to get people to get into the field. But if they're not apt to be a teacher, <laughs> yeah, you're just miserable. But you don't have a student loan debt, but you're miserable because you're doing some shit you really don't want to do. Right. And that brings up a whole lot, whole new issue. There's so many issues with it. Like you know, um, even explaining it to my mom, like when. I got denied for the loan for Northwestern. She was like, why do you have to go to a school that's so expensive? Why not just go to a cheaper school? You know, they only give you $20,000 a year in, in loans yep. from the, the government. The government. Staff for, for everything for else would be staff loans, yep. yeah. Everything else would be personal loans. Yeah. Yep. So you have to think of the kind of program you can pay for that's going to only be $20,000 a year, right? Like, I'm very proud of the fact that I worked to get into Northwestern. It's oh, the number good. 11 school in the country right now. And, and I killed myself you guys know like i killed yeah. myself to get the kind of grades that would get you me into pretty a school alive like that. to me no <laughs> you know so like but but my thinking Dad is joke. like the further up you go right you, you get your master's you get your your phd you get your law degree yep. you get yep. your doc you know your yep. md anything like that like it's all about really the name on your diploma at that point or finding somebody that's gonna pay that shit off yeah like you have to my thinking is that going to a school like this as expensive as it's gonna be 
when I put that on my resume, when I have that diploma, when I get ready to apply to PhD programs, when I'm looking for jobs, they have a network around the country who they can reach out to to send me on interviews where they can, you know what I mean? Like when you're thinking about how you're going to get to the kind of career you want and all yeah. this stuff, like this is what it takes. It's, it's a hustle, right? So that I'm was, like putting myself in debt to hopefully be able to get myself out of debt later. That was the blessing of going into HR. Nobody gives a shit what school you went to to get your master's for HR. Can you do this? <laughs> Great. Get the job. <laughs> but like lawyers, for psycho- psychologists, yeah. doctors, yeah. Even, even computer programmers, they care about what school you went to. Absolutely. Like when I, when I, recruit for, when I recruited for IT in the past, the people in New York only wanted people from like the top 20 schools for mm-hmm. IT, NYU, Columbia, so like the Ivy League, and then, you know, like Carnegie Mellon, schools out off on the West Coast and shit. If you didn't go to one of those, they wouldn't even look at the resume. Yeah. That's nuts. They if wouldn't you even go, look at them, nigga. It's crazy. If That's you go nuts. on Indeed, there are companies in New York who put right in the description, yeah. top school applicants only. Yo, that is nuts. So I wanted to go fight somebody because they said they didn't give a shit about him. I wanted to fight them <laughs> niggas. Don't talk about my school like that. Fuck with At you. that point, it, it's like a waste of time of going to school if that's the case. No, but that's that's the reality of what they've created in this country. That's, that's, of that's what we're up against. And that's the dilemma you run into because... That's fucked up. It is. It's depending shitty. On, depending on what you want to do, wow. you have to play that game. Yeah. yeah. There's no way around it, especially if you want to be like a corporate lawyer. Like When I, when I went to school, I thought I wanted to be a lawyer. I knew that once I finished my bachelor's, and if I wanted to be a corporate lawyer, there's only a few schools I'd go to. And it was a lot of white people, and it was a lot of money. <laughs> Two things. Facts. Eric wasn't a fan of coming out of Hampton at HBCU. <laughs> and Curry Martin being around nothing but white people all over. Wasn't a fan. Wasn't, wasn't my ideal thing of things to do. But that's, but that's real, right? Yeah. Like, you know, you can kind of get away with doing your bachelor's wherever at this point if you're going to go on for your master's, but you've got to have the names on the diplomas. Like, it has to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, not, not, not only that, but, like, once you're in that good school, like, you got to be at the top of your class in the school, yep. too. Yeah. Oh, oh, bottom 50% of NYU? Uh, it's right. It's not going to cut it. It's not going right. to cut it. And then they start digging into that. Yeah. So it's like you, you, this is the hierarchy they've created in this country for us Girl, to try to succeed through. You're making me so happy I didn't go to college yet. Yeah, but you also have a kid who might have to go through this soon, and that's <sighs> the thing. It's like... You know, when they ask why millennials aren't buying homes and why they're not having children. Like, nigga, look what we're trying to put ourselves through. It's crazy. It's crazy. Teach them how to pitch. (laughs) Fastball, change up, above the six curve. Fuck all the rest of the shit we talk about. Get rich. It's insane. This is crazy. Live your dreams vicariously through him. Fuck the rest of this. All this other shit is depressing. Go do that. Our parents didn't have to deal with this. My mom didn't go to college, so she really... Okay, Bianca. She really didn't have Bianca to deal with this. all over the place today. We I apologize for the destruction on the studio. She's breaking the microphone, <laughs> breaking her headphones. But so, like, you know, having these conversations with her and trying to kind of explain it to her why I'm making the decisions I'm making, it's because I've done the research and I know what I'm up against, right? Like, I know the kind of programs that are going to get me the kind of career that I need to live a certain way. And I'm not even talking about lavish. I'm just talking about like buying a decent home, getting a job, being able to take a vacation every yo, year. That like, is nuts to me, yo. Don't look at this resume if it doesn't have one of these schools yes, on it. That's, yes. fucking, yo, th- these people just went through four years of college, six if you have your master's, five or six. Even more if you have your doctorate. Yep. And you're going to say, don't even look at it because. Absolutely. I, I, that's crazy. To when me I was in New York, I recruited for companies like Goldman Sachs, um, Deutsche Bank, mm-hmm. all the big, all the big financial players. We sent them. I never forget. We sent. It was like the first resume I sent out to one of them. They looked at it. They were like, "Where did this kid go to school?" They went to like they went to like a like a decent state school, or whatever. They're like, "No, 
we're not looking at it. I was like, why? They gave me the list of the schools. I just laughed. I was like, all right, whatever, man. All because of standardized <laughs> testing. Standardized testing, name. Name. Money. And legacy. Yeah. Yep. Literally. Look, look where Yale is. Yale's one of the best schools in the world, and it's smack dab in the fucking hood. Absolutely. <laughs> if you leave the walls of Yale, there's a great chance you'll get shot. Absolutely. By some nigga with a horrible name. He never did shit in his life, but them, the, ki- them kids in that wall, they can do whatever the fuck they want in their definitely life. definitely getting robbed. But, oh, but like, speaking of Yale, so like here's here's a perfect example, right? So the school that I'm going to, Northwestern, part of the program is that I'm going to get to start doing therapy, right? Mm-hmm. As I start my classes in mm-hmm. September, right? And I'm going to be supervised by a therapist. And the therapist that I'm going to be supervised by worked at Yale. So now if I want to apply to Yale for a PhD program... I now have already know one person. You know what I'm saying? Like this is this is little things like this that you have to think about. Like now I have somebody who can I can list as a reference who worked in your organization, who was there, right? Like all these little things, as minute as they may seem, some people never think about. I spend days and nights writing these things down yeah. and oh, like once, looking through. Once them. I learned the game junior year of college, I said I'm not. I'm not doing it. Yo, it's insane. I don't have. I don't have the time to do it. Nah, that, and, that is too. And it's insane to the nah, fact of like my bachelor's that. is useless. I can't do anything with it in the psychological <laughs> field. Nothing. You can't do anything with a bachelor arts degree. I learned that real fucking quick Nothing. when I graduated. Nothing. Nothing. Nigga. I'm learning it right now. So. Yeah, <laughs> you just graduated. You know, like and like I said, you doing exactly what I did, taking interviews and random shit. Yeah, yep. things yep. that don't have anything to do with your bachelor's degree. My bachelor's degree is in political science. I could be running a campaign or something right now, but you know, <laughs> sounds like real trash <laughs> idea. Exactly, nigga, never. <laughs> and I know somebody that's uh, that's doing it now. Uh, kid I went to high school. With. He was like, "You ever thought about getting into it?" I was like, hey, "Man, it's a dirty game. I don't have the temperament for it. Somebody's gonna piss me off. I'm gonna want to fight." And that's frowned upon. That's what I'm But told. that's real. Like, listen to us saying our bachelor's degrees, four years of education, $80,000 in debt I am right now is useless. But, it's useless. But I had a great time in college. <laughs> <laughs> shout, out, shout out to HU. I think a little better. I got that much. Sure. I mean, <laughs> I think yeah. A little better. The education's there, but what if I can't do anything with it? And then you go on Indeed and you apply for jobs and they're like, bachelor's degree required. Thirteen fifty an hour. Yeah. That yeah. shit is yeah. mad yeah. fucking discouraging. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know people I know who came fresh out of school with good jobs? Nurses, programmers, yeah. and engineers. Yeah. Yep. The rest of us were back in school or working some random shit. Yeah. And that's real. This is the only thing people want. One of my best friends is an RN. She works in, works in New York. Had a job fresh out of school because she finished, passed her, passed her uh, exam and became an RN. My other homegirl is Noah. Well, I went to school for a computer science program. Fresh out of school, was able to get a job. And then one of her best friends, her, uh, her husband, engineer, got a school, got a job fresh out of school. Yep. The rest of us, making grad school apps, working in banks or working at a, some random shit. Like I worked at a halfway house when I came out of school. Yeah, it, it's to the point where when you're advising people who are saying they want to go to college, you almost have to tell them, don't plan for a four-year college if you don't think you can also take on your master's. Like... And, and that sounds so discouraging because now you're telling an 18-year-old fresh out of high school to plan for another six years of education. My mother, my mother told me that. She was like, look, if you're not going to be a lawyer, go to school and do something else. But she was like, because yeah. you're not going to be able to do shit. She was like, if you come up with a bachelor's in political science, you can be a teacher. She was like, do you want to be a teacher? No. <laughs> You'd kill somebody. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I said, listen, because I didn't think uh, I'd get this far, that far into it and be like, the game you have to play to get to where you want to be is something yeah. that you don't want to do. Yeah. And I, I figured that out real quick. I was just like, mm-hmm. that's a game I don't want to play. It all worked out, but man, 
if I'd learned that on the front, I just could have went did, did some other shit at school and probably got a decent job fresh out, except to be a programmer because they had to do a lot of math. And, yes. Ugh. <laughs> 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 I got a D in basic math in college. <laughs> <laughs> But that's, that's, you know, like what our generation is dealing with on top of just everything else. We're not even talking politics, healthcare. We're just talking about like trying to plan for a life that might allow us to, you know, like eat regularly. And I'm not talking like ramen. Like, like that's, it's just facts, you know. And, and so when people say shit, like I hate when like wealthy people or like, uh, you know, celebs will say like, we all have the same 24 hours. It's like, yeah, Yeah, but, but in your 24 hours, you have a chef and a driver and like all of these things that you're not doing in a day that we're doing and trying to like survive and plan for the future. And most of us now that are rich and have been rich for a while came up in a totally different time. They're self-made though. Depending sure. on who they are. They are. Sure. Depending on who they are. <laughs> if your last name's like Jenner or some shit, I don't want to hear nothing about a self-made shit. Last Please person, do. Last person that was self-made in that family was Bruce. Say that. Was Bruce. Caitlin Jenner. Now Caitlin. Oh shit. Bruce was self made as well. The Catalan <laughs> athlete, whatever. Made all his bread. And yeah. then, you know, Chris, Kardashian Jenner. Just married well. And then fucked OJ. But I'm just fucked saying. I'm just saying. Self made isn't everything. She married the she married a lawyer, then she, she married she a lawyer. Then she, she fucked this Can't. fucked this client. Things happen. It's life. They had a kid together. It's beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. I hate Eric so bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I refuse to believe that <laughs> Chloe is not OJ's child. Sorry. No disrespect. I mean all disrespect. I'm just saying. I listened to a video on Kim addressing people saying that Kylie's not self-made and she was like it's really upsetting and all this shit because there are plenty of people who were in Kylie's position who didn't become billionaires and it's like yo, the girl was famous by the time your mother shot her out of her twat. Are you kidding me? Like she's been on a, a hit television show. Not even just a television show. A hit television show from the time she was like five years old, yo. She's not self-made anything. It's hard to fuck that up. I guarantee you her net worth... You have the name and you have the money. Her net worth upon birth was probably somewhere in the millions. Oh, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like... And it's not—it's not even taking away from like her building her business. Did she build a nine hundred billion million dollar business? Sure, but she didn't self-made do it. Like that's not—it's I mean, literally not even the definition of self-made. It's kind of be hard to be self-made when you start off life on third base. You know what I'm saying? And, like, you, got, and you just got to hope somebody hits hits the ball far enough for you to run home. It's, it's a little bit different. Like, Give yourself some lip injections, you know, and then be like, "Hey, I'll show you how to have nice lips." She had a lead. That's what I'm saying. At and she was off the bag. Fuck out of here, self-made. Yeah, right. <sighs> All three of your sisters were uber famous by the time you were even a thought in somebody's eye. And Ray J should get a cut of everything they make because they're <laughs> all famous because of Ray J. Like, yo, it's just, you know, like... <laughs> Ray just, J need reparations. He do. Ray J needs reparations. Even Dictionary.com came out and, and said, the definition of self-made is literally the antithesis <laughs> of what you're saying about her. But they took it like they took it like it was like some disrespectful shit. No, she did a thing, made her money. She it's stole like, from people. She she had bad I mean, business practices. I mean, yeah, but here we are. She's a thief. She stole from black culture, then took it all away when it was time to really get to the bag. I get all that. You know, she has to hold on to Travis Scott. He looks dead in the face in the pictures I saw. <laughs> Poor Travis. Travis, just the flame. Get away, man. Don't fall into the curse. Look what happened it's to Blake lie. Griffin. Blake Griffin started fucking one of y'all and look where he at. He's in Detroit now. Detroit is trash. <laughs> Run away. God. But yeah, that, that, that whole shit is just irritating. 
But now that we've ranted, <laughs> way <laughs> off topic. We definitely ranted for a while. About now. forty minutes in, we'll talk about something else that's on here now. Oh. <laughs> uh, Tiana Taylor still ain't getting this album. But, oh, it's not uh, happening. So let's just talk about how she's going everywhere talking about the threesome she's yeah, having with, yeah, with Amon. Yeah. Because the album's not happening. The album's great, but it's the version she wants is not happening. So might as well let it go. Fulfill your obligation to good music. Get the fuck away. Right. But, enough's you know, enough. She's made the rounds now. She was on Hot. She was on uh, The Breakfast Club. She was somewhere else. And everybody, of course, is asking about the song three-way on the album. Apparently, Tiana and Iman like to go on vacation and fuck bitches together. Hey, sure. whatever. If that works for y'all, fuck it. That sounds great for Iman. He doesn't have to go cheat. You just fuck somebody else with you. It's fine. Everything's good. But the way she's... People like her are really probing to try to find out Who more about Who they've been it. sleeping with? It sounds like randoms, like they're supposed to do. They're like gone. Uh, they were like, she was talking about it on Hot 97. They were like, well, you know, go to Brazil or something, see somebody for the night, fucking kick out. It's kind of girl I need, Tiana Taylor. Shout out to you. That's beautiful. They fucking bitches together and then kicking them out together. Listen, That's I don't think there's anything wrong with it if they're both okay with it. If, if no, no party leaves feeling, you know, exactly. some kind of way about it, then listen, that's your business. That's your marriage. They seem very happy together. Absolutely. They got a beautiful kid. Sure do. Kid seems very happy. Yeah. That's all you can ask for. I mean, he, he shouldn't be too happy. He's in Sacramento. <laughs> the kings suck. But hey. Listen. Family, family's good. He could be good. He's making enough money for everybody right They're now. They're doing something that works for them, right? Like. Yeah, I don't, I don't. People were really like upset about it. Like, why are they having threesomes? Because they fucking want to. So what? <laughs> like, They're happy, right? Poor people have threesomes all the all time. The time. <laughs> How you feel, of? I know broke niggas is having threesomes right, right now. now. Right now. And I on this Sunday them. afternoon. Because they finessing it with no money in the bank. Good for them. <laughs> Don't hate on it, man. They got a little bread, so they do it a little different. Now, you shouldn't be having threesomes with friends, people you know. Absolutely <laughs> not. That's messy. But if you know, you go on vacation, you know, you see somebody I like in the club together, they with it, you with it. You know, when it's over, you're like, listen, it was great. It's time for you to go. And I always get the impression from the two of them that they have a very good sex life. So why not? She be on that nigga. That's a thing. People look at other people and say, I think they have a good sex life. I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, look that's, at people, a, that's really a thing? People, people look at each other and they can try to you know, fill out people's chemistry together. Really? But, like, but like, I don't know. She be looking at me every time they out somewhere like, she want to fuck right there in front of everybody. And <laughs> it works for them so far. Hmm. And hmm. She, I think she gives enough, like if you follow her on social media, she's off enough of a vibe that, you know, that they're fucking good. So yeah. Yeah, basically. I'm happy for both of them. Absolutely. And the random stuff. Good sex is very important. No, you can't be out here having trash sex. There's, there's no point. Have y'all ever had a threesome? Yeah. No. No. It's on the to-do list, though. Would you be? Would I? No. It's not my thing. Don't ask the men. That's not a real question. Yeah, you can't ask us that. Yeah. I, was, I wasn't going to ask y'all. I know the answer. It's a real question. I know the answer's in my head. The answer, the answer is not with another nigga. That's the, that's the answer. <laughs> That's, oh, men. That's the real answer. No. Oh, men. You know, I'm pretty open about things, but, you know, more than one dick in a room and we're both naked, that's not happening. I think this relates to, to like, our... One man on one side of the room, one man on the other, and, like, ten bitches in between. How's that? <laughs> oh, God. That's a little different. That's not a threesome, Dallas. <laughs> Maybe your numbers are off. Yeah. Jesus, please be another female. That's, that's how, how, many, how, many, how many vaginas it takes to get a dick in the room? Sorry. Ratios? Yeah. Ratio? Yeah. Something I haven't given too much thought to. I'm a strong proponent of a two-to-one kind of thing, but I'm too greedy, so. I hate you, men. I hate you all. 
I think this relates well to the cheating topic that we got into the other day, right? Where we're saying like, you know, for everybody, cheating is not a hard limit. I think this is right. this is very much the same thing where you have to. I think, you know, relationships of the past, again, were different. Just like how we were describing how our stress levels are different, relationships for people growing up in this generation are different because we now have access to everyone on the planet, right? Like, you could fall in love with somebody from Beijing, you could fall in love with somebody from California, and we live in fucking Connecticut, like, because of the internet. That's Mm -hmm. just how it is. Like, Mm -hmm. relationships have become so... um, out of what was once normal, right? You meet somebody who went to school with you, you've known them since kindergarten, you marry them because your family's kind of pushing you guys into it, or you you died at 35 because it was 1942. Like, you know, I died at 35, go back a little further than that, but I'm with you, keep going. You know, you know, like... Yeah, you're like six yards, but like... So... (laughs) You know what I'm getting at, right? So like... I think you really have to look at your relationship and make it something that works for the both of you. You really have to find a partner who believes in the kind of things that you do. I don't think, you know, when people say monogamy is dead, I don't necessarily believe in that. I think there are people who really Mm -hmm. um, do still enjoy monogamy. I think there are people who really still don't enjoy monogamy. And I think we're going to see more and more relationships that kind of fester that way as social media grows. You know, they're talking about like, just think about hyperloop technology, right? You're going to be able to cross the country in 20 minutes. You could very well have a not long distance relationship with somebody who lives in California. Elon Musk, I need to, I need the New York to DC hyperloop to happen in the next ten years. <laughs> I mean, getting on a plane from Bradley to Reagan is only an hour. We talked about this before we got on. Very short, but if I can go from New York to DC in twenty minutes. That's even better. But, yeah. but, but when you Yo, think he's about like, like, make it happen before I need a blue pill. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> make it happen before the rest out here, baby. Come on, son. But when you talk about, like, we talk about, like, the travel ramifications of that. Like, oh, shit, I could work in D.C., but live in New York or whatever. But when you think about relationships, like, you can be in a whole marriage with somebody who lives in D.C. and you live in New York. You're 20 minutes away from each other. And I don't know what the price will be for travel like oh, that. No. But it's, that hyperloop's gonna be old, dude. Gotta oh, get yeah. a subscription service for that shit. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be more than that. <laughs> you need, you're gonna need a metro card from fucking yeah. hell to, to do that. But you know, like, it's gonna open up a whole new world of dating, right? Things that we've never seen before. So you really have to make your relationship yours. You have to figure out what works for you. I was thinking about that the other day. I was laughing. I was like, man, my long distance relationship could have worked if we had a hyperloop back then. But now, <laughs> tough. <laughs> nah. that's, but that's just real so like you know when you talk about like Iman and, and, and their relationship and, and them having threesomes like it's not so strange right like right. you have to do what works for you I think the like or dislike of monogamy has always been a thing People just aren't scared to talk about it now. Yeah. yeah. Back in the day, it was like, you get married, you have kids. Your grandfather had a whole other family four blocks down the street. Yeah. I lived across the street. Hey, you just didn't talk about it. But yeah. now people are like, we can do this, you know, and not be ostracized or shunned from society. Right. Because of how we like to give it up. And, you know, I think, it, I think it's cool that, you know, if it works for them, it works for them. You know, the world doesn't need to have this great feeling about your relationship for it to work. Right. You need to be happy, and you need and, to be able yeah, to make money. I mean, everybody else's opinion really doesn't matter as and long for, as you're straight. You just can't let anybody's yeah impact like what's yeah how they feel about it, their opinion of it. Fuck your shit up. Yeah, exactly. In America, a word I'm looking, but I can't find it. 
always. What else is new? America amuses me so much because it's such a sex crazed country, but it's also such a, such a prudish country, right? Like sex shaming is such a big thing, but sex is driven into everything that occurs in America. Yep. It's in politics. It's in schools. It's in everything. But it's like you say the word sex or you say anything outside of like happy marital monogamous sex. And it's like, oh my God, that's so dirty. Man, that's something boring. But everybody does it. Everybody. Now yeah. we have a fucking president who was fucking a porn star. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden now we're seeing people Best say thing like. About him. Best thing about him. <laughs> but now all of a sudden we're seeing people say like, oh, that's not so bad. Let's see, what? You you guys crucify people for having the kind of sex that he's apparently been having. You want to you know overturn I mean? Roe v. Wade, but you're. Not, you're not all of a sudden but, you're not mad about the president fucking a yeah, porn but star. Sex with porn stars isn't a big deal. Okay. That's sex with porn stars doesn't kill babies. That's what that's. It's just okay. you know like it's so lopsided how like views and the punishing and the and the sexual like shaming it makes it makes the culture of sex in America difficult, right? Because right, right. it's why people are like afraid to go get tested. It's why people are afraid to admit how many partners they've had. All these things. It's because of the social sigmas. Like yo, fellas, fellas. F- you fellas that are dating out there, don't ask the numbers. You really don't want to know. So yeah. keep it a B. You don't want to know. That's really a thing of the past. <laughs> so don't, doesn't don't you don't want to know. Yeah. Ask her if she has something that she can't get rid of. Ask her that. That's important. But how many people she's fucked before you? Because you don't want to know. She's going to say a number. You're going to look at it like she's unclean anyway. It forces people to lie. And then if they tell the truth, you know they're looking at you sideways. It's, and it's only for women. So it's really just don't ask. Don't do because that. Because then all they're, just insecure. Is, they're just insecure. No, because it is. And will ask, she'll say the number, and he's doing math in his head. He's like, so I have to fuck better than 17 other niggas? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I could maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe five. That's exactly it. Yeah, and yeah, and you yeah. can see that on their face, right? Like, or, they're, or they're doing math in their head. They're like, she really means times two. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's that saying? If she says she's only been with five, you have to multiply it times three, three or something. And then so Dallas fucking... brings the calculator back out. And <laughs> yeah. like, oh. Dallas, be honest. How much is that? Who fucking knows? I can't even add. You had a but... he, he had a date with, you said how many? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so it's about 23? 23, you say? Is okay. the real answer 23? <laughs> Final answer? And, and I mean, to st- would you like to lock that in? To stay on that, Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, 49ers quarterback, was just seen out with, what's her, Kiara, Mia? Yeah. And uh, he, he brought a porn star out on a date. And, uh, yeah, people giving him shit for it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, well, you're fucking president. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. For starters, he could have did better. <laughs> no disrespect. I'm just saying, could have did better. Uh, yeah. Who cares I mean, who he's dating? He's young. She's older. She's older. Yeah, I think so. She's had a lot of, like, I follow her, you know? I, you know, I've, uh, mm-hmm. I've opened up her uh, in a different tab on my... Uh, yep. Of course Desktop. you have. Desktop. Incogn- yeah. Incognito tabs, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> I don't like incognito. Don't like it. Not a fan? Don't. I want to be able to like just put P and then Ornhub pops up. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. No, no, no. Absolutely. I meant, I meant like separate browser for that. You know, you haven't listened to that episode. Uh, mind. Oh, yeah. My Google Chrome, yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got you. Damn, man, I got you. I got you. You're making them work for it today. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, how do y'all feel about dating a porn star? Again, that's your prerogative. That's I don't care do. who anybody dates. It's none of my business. Would you date a porn star? No. E? Nah. Would you go on a date with a porn star? I probably would, just because I'm, I'm, a, I'd be curious. But I don't know. This this theme around porn stars that everything's like about a dollar. And for some of them, it might be. Some of them, they might just actually like you. Yeah. But you got to be able to disseminate that and figure that out before you, right. you know, go drop your bread. 
Oh yeah, I just kind of like because somebody, some of them are for sale. Just saying, she was on the internet. That's what you went to. Some of them for sale. She was on the internet the next day saying. uh, 49ers are going to win a Super Bowl because everything she touches turns to gold. Oh, well, I hope she comes Damn. touch me because I need some money. Um, Ironically enough, 49ers, 49ers are gold. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, listen, again, it's your prerogative. You should be able to date whoever you want. If you don't mind that your significant other fucks other people for a living, that's on then you. that's on hey, you. That, hey, that has nothing you. to do with me. And I mean, I was, you still could be a gentleman about it. Like, I'm going to feed you. You could, might give me the best sex I've ever had in my life. <laughs> listen, that's I'll give you the best steak you ever had in your life. You give me the best... Uh, don't look at don't. me when you say that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you the best dick you ever I said steak, bro. Steak. <laughs> But that's a fact, right? Like Christ. Date whoever you want to date if it's no problem for you. Don't date somebody and you know it's gonna be an issue for you and then try to make them change and all that shit. Don't do that. There was something flowing on the timeline yesterday about a a girl there was a picture of a girl and her uh, fiance and she's like, Oh yeah, me and my fiance and then another picture immediately after of her saying, Oh, send fifteen dollars for my private Snapchat. She might take that money and buy people who were going in and I'm cool with I'm cool with that hundred percent, y'all like yo. You don't pay, know. But pay it, for dinner, send out a few foot pics, you know what I'm saying? Right? <laughs> Listen. You cool with it, with your girl snapping her snap um, snap? Listen, Hell some yeah. men Hell some yeah. men really don't mind. And then some men don't want you even posting pictures in your bathing suit. Like, that might be the quickest just, way to pay for your wedding, though, that's for sure. Listen, <laughs> men, there are filthy individuals on the internet who will pay you hundreds for socks, dirty that's underwear, wild. all kinds of shit. And you don't even have to do anything sexual. Listen, ladies, if they offer you money for feet pics, you better paint them toes and strut them feet out. <laughs> this, in this economy... I would definitely tell my girl to do that. Absolutely. It's just feet. If some strange nigga wanted to buy her drugs, I'd be like, hey, send them fuck. Yeah, I think I look I think I look down more on the men that are paying for it than the oh, women yeah. that it's, are doing it. That's, yeah. that's really pretty like, and strange. What, what, kind, what kind of weird shit are you into, bro? Yeah, that you're willing to pay for, for something for something you could get for free. Socks. Just go to the beach and look around. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, but then you end up go in work like in a, a shoe store. I know. They get all that, all that, <laughs> that's all that fetish shit. You take care of your feet. Yeah, yeah right? but then you end up in like a Louis C.K. scenario because you're just looking at the feet on the beach and yeah. yeah when no, he was undressing I mean, in front of me. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that's what ends up. No, Louis yeah. C.K. was into some dumb shit. Yeah. 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 He was on some you, real dumb shit. Hey, do you mind taking off your socks? <laughs> yeah, that's that. That might be the worst, yo. You get. Never mind. Listen. Who was I getting to the bag? He fucked up. I'm going to say this, but I'm probably going to cut this shit out. Like, the the whole Me Too movement, like, you got, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, kicked out or. Yeah. Canceled. Canceled. You got canceled. Yep. And you didn't even touch anyone. Yeah, because Louis a dumbass. Except yourself. You got canceled for only touching yourself. That's no, wait, crazy. what did he do? I missed it. Louis C.K. was like walking in the room. Like, people were like walking him to talk to him. He's like, I'm going to just go jerk off. I'm going to yeah, jerk off right so here. He would, he well, would, yeah, that's sexual he harassment. Would, I know, but I'm just saying everything. He fucked all his he, money up because he, he wanted to jack off in front of somebody. Uh, not yet. I guess Harvey Weinstein is about to be punished for real. But uh, as of right now, he got the same punishment as Harvey Weinstein. Who yeah, actually, lost all his yeah. shit. Raped yeah, yeah. and groped women that's all i'm saying i'm cutting this out but, but yeah, yeah that's the thing yeah. there's no like there's no like tangible line where you say that because people when, like when it goes in the headlines it's just like assault or uh misconduct you know and you're like okay what is what does misconduct yeah. mean what does assault mean jacking off in front of people who didn't ask what is definitely misconduct. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's definitely misconduct. absolutely. 
Um, what the hell were we talking about? Uh, I don't but yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy G. Hey, Jimmy. Yo, get it out your system, dog. Listen, I'm about to maybe say. he had fun. Maybe he likes Yo. her. Maybe he loves her. Who yeah, knows? Yeah. I mean, he this might. one date. If he loves a porn star after one date, I might question. If he loves anybody after one I date, might I might question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need you to go. I need yeah. you to go seek some help for that. You shouldn't love nobody after meeting them yeah, for, for three no. hours. You might like them a lot. You might think they're super cool. Hang out with them again, but you start dropping the L word after one yeah. date. You got the only way to come back from that. You got to nail for the anthem. That's the only way you can come back. From and that. especially like you know, I read an article that said that straight women are having the worst sex of anybody in the world because of straight men. Obviously. So I really feel like you really, expect ladies, like I mean, it's important. What you you want me to give you more than three minutes? Like All right, <laughs> we're not even getting into your sexual. <laughs> <laughs> we're not even we're not even going there. So, so it sounds like, like you have the problem, not me. So Isn't like, it crazy that men are proud of three minutes? They're so proud of they're it. They're laughing about it. Yeah. The woman ain't laughing. No, they're, they're Wait, Dallas Dallas, how old are you? <laughs> He's twelve. <laughs> you're like, you're like I'm twenty one and sexually awakened. Like, like I said. He's also in his sexual peak. Yeah, yeah there you go. He's bullshit for fun right now because he's twenty one. He got all the energy in the world. You hit like thirty, you're like listen. It's more than, I got more than three. Evan's, Evan's wild. That three minutes, that's wild. <laughs> the things I used to be able to do at 21, I can't do no more. Mm. So like Bernie yeah, Mac, yeah. used to be good. I ain't good like that no more. Yeah, right. Used to listen to the R&B songs. and be like, we're going to have, we're going to make love till the sun comes up. Like, nah, bro. That's a, <laughs> sun come up. Like, what time does the sunrise, yo? 5.30? If you want to make love till the sun come up, we're going to have to start at like 5.25. That's the only way this is happening, dog. Kids got to be up at 7. That's the only way this is fucking happening, bro. Adulthood's trashed. All, adult get, all adults get in general is like sex, alcohol, and like... I don't even know if there's a solid third. And as you get older, like all those things. You the can't only drink. solid third is bills. You can't drink like you used to. You no. can't fuck like you no. used to. Your body no. starts falling apart. <laughs> and it's it was God's trick to put men's sexual prime in their early 20s and women's in their like mid to late 30s. It's a joke. God yeah. got jokes. Yeah. Because most women in their mid to late 30s have nothing to say to somebody that's in their early 20s. There's Correct. No. But like, I've definitely had. But, but they I've mature. had sex with an older woman, but, and that's all she wanted to but do. Women so mature. Like, women mature. <laughs> and, um, earlier yes. than men. They do. Mentally. It's interesting. But it's just funny yeah, how that all works out. God so got jokes. God got jokes. Which is why you see so many cougar situations because... Women keep, women keep getting hornier as they age. Yes. Like, they, That's a the fact. The highest rate of STDs are in... Oh, are in, are in oh, old, in old, old homes. homes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Highest rate of STDs. Did you know that? Are in senior well, that, homes? Well, that's yes. also because they're not really... They don't yeah, check I mean, them and all that shit. At that age, like, does it really matter? It might. That's the point. <laughs> does it really matter? Fuck it, I'm 75. What's what's a little fucking herpes? Yo, yo, <laughs> you know yo, yo, yo. It's a lot. That's what it is. <laughs> nigga, it's a lot. Agnes in the room looking hella thick, yo. <laughs> no. Agnes. Her diaper was Agnes. in there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let me think. When I was in like my mid-20s, I definitely had sex with a few older women, and that's all they wanted to do, and I was looking at them like, tuh, Yo, as a woman, Tuck. as a woman approaching her thirties, I feel like I absolutely understand. I never really got it before, but I absolutely understand the changes that occur, and it is a cruel joke in life. I got, got, got jokes. <laughs> it is a cruel, cruel joke. Because you look, you looking for that on my shit. I'm looking at you. I'm 32. Life. I'm, I'm, huh. I'm 75. I'm, 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 I'm gonna be out here wild, <laughs> running wild. No, you're not. <laughs> Bro, STD for what? Who cares? You're not going to want to. I'm going to die anyway. You're, when you're 75, you're not going to want to. You don't even want to now. You're talking about you're 30 minutes now when you're 31. See, like, the allegations of, like, George Bush, like, 
senior, like oh, 75 yeah, yeah. in a wheelchair, like groping right. asses. Such an ass or shit. <laughs> he Morgan, can't do nothing else. Morgan Freeman. Well, George Bush is like 90. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Morgan, Morgan, Morgan Freeman is probably more closer to 75. I, but it's like, like Stan Lee. Stan Lee, Stan Lee, Stan Lee is the whole creep. He ninety. He like ninety five. I imagine Stanley walking with a cane and poking. Oh with his God! Cane. Okay, we're we're moving on now. Um, speaking of little herpes, but he made Spider Man. What? <laughs> Shout out to Stanley. Speaking of That's what? All I'm little herpes. What? Uh, what's going on with uh, Floyd and Fifty? What? Why? You didn't see this? Oh yes. Oh, this whole yes, Floyd, we did okay. see this. Floyd Mayweather. How was he? How was? Where did you think this was going? My head got stuck. I was rewinding. I just heard herpes. Little herpes. Oh, I heard was herpes. I was like, huh? Where did you herpes? guys think I was going with this? I had no idea. No, no I don't know. Just a lot. All I heard was incurable STD in my head, and that's why I got stuck. Uh, Floyd and uh, 50 are going back and forth. They're two girls. They're, they're like teenage girls. Floyd, they fight is, all the time. Floyd had a, a long... Uh, I, I, I never seen Floyd talk that much in I want to know who life. wrote it. That wasn't about getting money. That wasn't about getting money. Somebody that, find out who wrote the post. Yeah. I'm not even going to read it. because It's, it's just like, Yeah, it's the one, long, but I think the one who graduated from high school wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> Floyd, one? Floyd was dictating. No, well, that's his oldest one. Floyd was dictating. He was t- he was telling him, and his son was like, "All right, let's clean this up." Because, oof, oof. Well, you and English language are not friends. Floyd probably. accused <laughs> Floyd accused uh, was it Daphne Joy, his baby mama, of giving him herpes? Yes. Giving Floyd yes. Her- or giving Fifty herpes? Yes. So that's that. Um, then Fifty called Floyd a trick, and yeah, yeah, shit. it's so the the pettiness here. Yep. And then, and then it hit its peak. Floyd wrote, Floyd wrote three paragraphs, or dictated them to somebody, and they wrote it. <laughs> three paragraphs. Fifty's broke. He's a snitch. He's a bully. He's an attention whore. Things most he people have accused Fifty of. Couldn't afford his home in Connecticut. That place is huge, though. Farmington. Mm-hmm. Mike Tyson's old house. That place is huge. Can't nobody afford that shit. Goddamn, you spiking your phone, bro? Drop my phone. My bad. Um, at what point? Are you too old for this shit? Oh, <laughs> they're, they're there. They're Floyd's there. Whatever 40, age that Floyd's is. 41. Fifty's like 42, 43. They've been there for like five years already. Absolutely. But can't tell them that. I hate to see grown men bicker yeah, like that. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're annoying. broke. You're, but uh, like, yo, the, even if 50 is quote unquote broke, he's still got more money than all of us. He's rich people broke. Right. Yeah. Rich people are like, I can't afford a private jet for real, for real. So it's on credit. Broke for us is like, I gotta go in the store and try to figure out what I'm gonna eat for the next two days. Like 50's right. EP and starring in one of the most popular television shows right now. Right. But he's broke. I mean, he, he did file for bankruptcy, even though that don't really mean yeah, But he did it sure. to avoid having to pay. He, he just didn't want to pay. Yeah, and I mean, that's, just a, nigga, that's just a nigga who only want to pay yeah, his bills. So he's lazy. Yeah. Oh. It's corny. It, I'm yeah, over it. It is. <laughs> Uh, speaking of corny, uh, Takashi apparently wow. got robbed, got lined up, boy, he got kidnapped, up. and then jumped out of the car and uh, found a stranger to call nine one one. This all sounds very, very TV. It's very involved. He said he was kidnapped, robbed, pistol whipped, yes. jumped in the car with a stranger, called the cops, took a selfie of himself in the hospital bed. With I- his eyes closed. <laughs> You're really, you're, really, you're really stuck on this detail if his eyes closed. Because that's like weird as fuck Shit, taking a selfie. Because you're taking a selfie. Because when you do that, you're doing it as if someone else took the picture of you. As if you were asleep and someone took the picture of I, you. I think he closes his eyes to show 
how uh, how lumped up he sure. was. Sure, how lumpy he was. Sure, because he definitely he definitely got pissed to it because his face is fucked up right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> now the rest of the story where he jumping out of cars, the kindness of strangers to help a rainbow-haired tattooed kid, and I would never. If Takashi Six Nine rolled up on me and it was like <laughs> four in the morning. I might have shot him myself. Absolutely. What Absolutely. are you doing? Absolutely. <laughs> I thought he was a cracker or some shit. Get away from me, bro. <laughs> what are you doing? So, do y'all think this is fake? Without having the whole story, obviously, uh, this is just. I don't think it's fake. I don't know how much of it is fake. I think he might have exaggerated. He might have put extra sauce on the story, yeah. but he looked like he got beat up. So, do you think the kidnapping part of it is real? And him breaking free from the from the kidnappers. If the if the people who tried to kidnap him were as dumb as he is, I could see it because he's an idiot. Like they could have not locked the door. They might not put the child lock on the back door. He might have just rolled out. The only part of the story I can't get with is he rolled up on some strangers and they called nine one one for him. Right. And then try to kill him. Imagine somebody rolls up on you beat up. It's like four or five in the morning. He it was like after an appearance somewhere, and somebody rolls up on your car. Ain't no telling what kind of state you're in. You might have just been coming back from the club yourself. And if some random rolls up on you and he looked like that, you're going to call the cops and be like, oh. Unless they recognize them. Hello, random person who has face tattoos and pink, yellow, blue hair. Let's call the cops. Let's help you. No, I'd have kicked them out. I'm like, don't come near me. You, you, look, you look like a stranger. Don't come <laughs> near me. You uh, might be on crack. Stay away from me. Yeah. Yeah, but, I'm not inclined see, to I'm have not, people coming near me at 4 a.m. I'm not with the whole breaking free out of the backseat of the car. And that's where I'm like, eh. I mean, it's clear somebody whooped his ass, right? We, we know that. We thought it was a, you thought this was a professional job? You're right. I don't know. A, none of this seems like it was professional. I just found this out an hour ago, so I didn't think this all the way through. <laughs> I was, Same. I was very entertained when I read about it, though. It's a good story. I mean, it's amusing. I don't know how much of it is true, if but it was amusing. If he could have added in like a strong fight scene where he fought off somebody, I'd have been even more entertained because it could have been like a whole scene from a movie. But you know, whatever. Hopefully, he gets better soon. I want to ever see somebody die over some dumb shit because he's an idiot. And the way, and when the when the kid Triple X died, he somebody he was he was ready to slow down and stop being a jackass. All right, Faith Evans, Stevie J, guys. <laughs> is there is there a dumber human being? Than Faith Evans right now in 2018. Man, she she can't top the list. There's a lot of dumb people out here. So she married Stevie J, yes. who is an idiot. An idiot. Apparently he's on Love and Hip Hop. I don't watch that shit. Um, but he was back in the 90s. He what did he produce? He Stevie, still does. Stevie J was one of the original hitmen. Okay. Uh, the producer TV used to work with Puff. Bad boy. So she's known Stevie J for at least 20 years. So Faith Evans is Biggie's. Ex-wife. Ex-wife. If you listen to this, you know who Faith Evans is. I'm not explaining who the fuck Faith Evans is. <sighs> right. There's, yeah. there's no way. Fuck out of here. They're married now. <laughs> They're married, which is strange to start with. It is the weirdest thing. It's even stranger than the rumor that she was dating Jay to kiss. That's even stranger than this. Yes. That's even stranger. Stevie J is an ultimate buffoon. He is. He got Jocelyn Hernandez pregnant. Had a, had a strange sex tape with Mimi. Strange. No, no, no. He wasn't in that sex tape. Her lover oh, no, was. Her? Oh, no, it was him? No. That's still a strange sex tape. That's the strongest shower I've ever seen in my life. He's got several baby mamas. Yes. Uh, struggling with child support payments. And she married him. I think he was in the sex tape with Eve. I think that's Stevie J. With Eve? I think so. Oh, dear. From way back in the day. I think that's Stevie J. She used to date, they used to date too. Gross. Yep. But now they're married. They got married in Vegas. Strange enough. I thought that was like something only people that get drunk. Well, they probably were drunk high and got married in Vegas. Cheaper. 
I just expect Faith to be smarter than this. I don't know why. <laughs> like, yo, she's Smart. you're mad old. Why are you making this dumbass decision? Like, was it the time for making dumbass decisions when you were like dating Biggie yeah. and he was fucking Kim? Yep. Why? Like, you didn't learn from that. He, yeah, Biggie was fucking Kim when she had her first face. That's. It's a long time ago, man. It's a long time ago. Long time How ago. many faces has she had? I think uh, we're on five or yeah, six. Yeah, five or six now. It's about that. But they're married. And then Faith was on Drink, Drink Champs podcast with Nori and uh, DGAFN talking about eating ass. And how she ate Biggie's ass. I, I, just, <sighs> I, just, I just don't understand why she answered the question. She was probably drunk because they're, if you've ever listened to Drink yeah, Champs. Yeah, yeah, I think they were drunk. You know, they start off, everybody starts off sober. The conversation starts really normal. As the drunker they all get, Nori starts to ramble more, and then he gets more out of people. People, because mostly because he knows them. And then they just ask her if she's eating ass, and then you know she was like, "Yep, me and I used to just two biggies ass up." And I was like, oh, "Faith, that's a Faith. lot." That man is not here to defend himself right now. What are you doing? That's a lot of ass to be tooting up. Do y'all that, believe this? I absolutely believe it. Have you listened to some of Biggie's lyrics? I could believe this. So is that why Biggie's blood? Oh. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's very possible. Oh. It is very possible. Wow, I right. hate you. Dad, is that your ass eat noise? Oh. oh my god, please guys. No, Can we move no, on? No, no. Why'd you bring this up? Oh. Darth Vader now? Oh, All that little like in between. Can we loss stop? Of, the loss of breath Biggie had on his rounds. That's how he. That's how it started. That was because he was 500 pounds. Yeah, you imagine. No. No. I don't. No. Eating someone's. I, like, I, no. I, I don't do that kind of thing. But uh, <laughs> if I did, it wouldn't be. For, <laughs> it wouldn't be a 500 pound ass. Or a man. Uh. <laughs> okay. it's true. It's true. So, so the weight is the deal breaker, not the not the. Help! Help! <laughs> Did you see the uh, somebody memed it on Instagram? No. No, it was on Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> they had a picture no. like, because it was I, like a, like a, the marshmallow from Ghostbusters, but they had him like his legs up rolling around like this. I would like, imagine Biggie didn't wipe the best. I get that. Yeah. Why would you please imagine that to yourself? You could have kept that to yourself. That's a lot, man. That's it is a lot. It's a lot of ass. I, I, never, I never thought about that. He just said it's a lot of ass. It's true. It's true. Just never thought about it. Okay, can we can we please go elsewhere with this conversation? I don't want to talk about this anymore. You yeah. tr- you're trying to ruin my day. Faith the Evans. visual of Faith Evans sticking Faith her Evans face. Faith Evans is forty five. Because yeah. now when you eat ass, you have to get to the booty hole. That's the whole point of eating the ass, right? You're not just like licking the cheeks. And I imagine that. <clears throat> Biggie had a lot of ass. That was, you are stupid. That was a lot of ass to swim through. This nigga made the swimming motion. Oh, man. Shit. Like, what kind of stroke would you have to do to get to that nope. ass? The butterfly. <laughs> I gotta do more than that, boy. Shit. Definitely the butterfly. I just, you know. Doggy paddling would have you drowning and that much ass. <laughs> grown ass man, grown ass man got his legs tooted up. It's a lot, man. I just can't do it, man. It's crazy. Imagine listening to this on your lunch break. <laughs> no. Hey, no. hey, that's a, that's a you decision. <laughs> you knew that. You knew that happened this week. You know we we gonna talk about this. You knew. You knew the story that was gonna do you, come. Next. Do you think she called him Big Papa before she? She probably ate called his him ass? Daddy. Yeah, probably. My guess is she called him daddy. Look my ass and call me Big Papa. I love it when you call me Big. 
<sighs> you think he threw? I wonder if that was the inspiration for hypnotize. You think he threw his hands in the air like a true player while he rimmed his asshole? He was holding his legs. This yeah, is crazy, bro. <laughs> He, he couldn't could put his hands in the air and his, hold his ass cheeks open at the same time. <laughs> Come on. You stupid. God. Yo, this is so disrespectful to Biggie. I feel like I got to go to church. It is Sunday. I need to go pray. I'm going to listen to Ready to Die after I leave here. Just... Yo, it just makes me question the whole every song now. Why are you questioning Why? music? Because he just liked his ass This song is amazing. Hey, just, because he likes, just because he likes his ass like those men doesn't mean he'd shoot the shit out of you. He probably listen, would still do it. You'd be surprised how many men like certain things during sex. Like their nipples licked. Like their assholes played with. You know, men try to pretend like they're so macho, but women know. We talk. Yeah, we know what, the things you guys like. That's why I got to stop fucking girls with water because they're out here talking about you. Not even, I'm not even talking about water bear. I'm no, no, talking I'm about talking about the planet. I, just, I mean, yeah, that's true too, but uh, man, listen. Y'all live in a small city. There's only 100,000 people here. Y'all here fucking all the same girls. They talking about you, my nigga. Don't do it. <laughs> I wonder if that was an inspiration for Juicy. Oh, okay, moving on. They weren't together then, so no. Moving no, on. Got together like 95, 96. Huh. I wonder if she licked his gooch too. I mean, so you just said we're done. Oh, oh yeah. I, I mean, he died in 97. They had just got married. They yeah. weren't together, at least dating. No, they weren't together that long. So they were Huh. His, his, his life only, was very short. He was only famous for three years. Yeah. It's crazy. Ready to die came out in 94. Life after that came out in 97, a week after he died. Huh. But uh, I say all that to say, recipes to begging. Uh, Ready to Die is like my favorite album ever, and uh, the visual of this has been cinched into my soul, and I'm not happy about it. Thanks for nothing, Faith Evans. Thanks for nothing, and Evan. Thanks for nothing. This was your fault too. <laughs> Faith Evans and Evan. Well, Faith Big, Evans and Evan. All your fault. Biggie had a story to tell, but it wasn't this one. No. Faith told this story. No. No. <sighs> anyway. Oh. Made in America. I'm a little nasty girl. Sorry. Where did that just come from? <laughs> and then you sing it from the duets album. I'm real excited about that. I'm just thinking of songs, that's all. Uh, <laughs> that one of all songs? He, he went to the duets album. He didn't even go to like, right to die right to death. He went right to duets. Right to the last one. Made in America. So, there are some comments from Jay-Z. <laughs> Take crack commandments for Republicans. <laughs> okay, see? That's gotta go overboard. You always that's do too much. crack commandments. <laughs> That'd be a helpful one to add in after all that drug talk. Commandment, you gotta lick it. That's good. You gotta lick it before Straight I up. stick it. Straight to the point. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> you gotta lick it before I stick it. Oh, oh that's fun. Um, okay, Made in America. Big music festival. Occurs in Philly every year. Let's talk about it. Can we please? There's a, there's please? A, there's, please? There's, there's a no. Crack, there's a crack in the no. as well. No. 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 Shut the fuck up. No. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> Made in America. So, what's going on with Made in America? The lovely Philadelphia mayor, and I use the word lovely <laughs> loosely, has decided that they no longer want to host the festival. Why? Somebody chime in. They, Anybody? I have no idea. You don't know? Well, they started off their con the contract they set with them is set to end. This was the last one of that, their current deal. And they were talking about a, it's a logistical problem, you know, uh, traffic and all that. That was part of the reason why they were trying to they were trying to get off off the deal, but from the letter he wrote in response to that, you know, they were talking about the economic impact it's had in the city. They you know, employ people and 
spawning like over $100 million to the positive for Philly. It's been there, what, five, six years now? I think this will be the sixth year it's there. Yes. Um, and they had the first deal was under a different mayor. Uh, I think his name was Michael Nutter, if I'm not mistaken. It was a black mayor. Mm-hmm. So, it's, you know, of course, this time came and went, and now this new one is getting rid of it. Well, who wants to? But that, that story came out. The open letter came out from when he was, when they were still in, he's still in Europe. And then the mayor came back and was like, he was talking to the wrong people. So now they're still renegotiating to try to keep it in Philly. Gotcha. Moving forward. So, yeah. So I have Jay-Z's statements here. He said, we are disappointed that the mayor of the city of Philadelphia would evict us from the heart of the city through a media outlet without a sit-down meeting, notice, dialogue, or proper communication. Since 2012, Made in America, one of the only minority-owned festivals, has had a positive 102.8 million economic impact to Philadelphia, and the festival has paid $3.4 million in rent to the city. Uh, Then he goes on to say, we consider this stance a failure on the mayor's part. Do they regularly reject minority-owned business that that want to continue to thrive and grow alongside his city's people? So basically, Jay-Z's fed up with these niggas. (laughs) Um, I think it would be a huge loss to Philadelphia for them to stop doing this festival. Made America is, like like Jay said, it's a huge um, financial grab for them. So it's Jay-Z's... Is it like a Rock Nation thing? Yeah. Okay. The, they were sponsored by Budweiser at first. They're not a sponsor anymore. Budweiser's statement was they're trying to focus more on country uh, music acts. Of course. Because, because the whites buy more Budweiser, apparently, which makes sense because I only really, yeah, the niggas I really only drink Budweiser in a pinch. I was just trying to figure, okay, never mind. I was actually why. It's like back was down there, but whatever. Sure. Do niggas drink Budweiser? No. Not, not Budweiser. The red can? Nigga, that's like a meal. That's like 400 <laughs> calories. It's yeah, beer, yeah. my nigga. No. Like, that shit, that shit is, is heavy. That shit is a beer belly in a can. And it's pissy beer. There's so much better beer you could drink than that. Oh, niggas only drink Bud Light one if they're out and somewhere doesn't... You know, like, you're not going to go to the bar on a Friday night and yeah. be like, what do you have on tap? No. Drink the Bud Light, get your shot, and yeah, keep yeah. it the fuck moving. We're not here for that right now. You know, we drink it when because there's specials on that show. Or there's yeah, Bud Light usually what three bucks? Yeah, yeah. I was out last night a bottle a bottle of Bud at a at eight forty in the new spot cost me three bucks. Mm, okay. And you know unless I'm like out to eat or I'm somewhere where I know they have a different kind of beer like a beer garden or you're going somewhere where they have a they advertise that they have different beer there. Yeah. You're only gonna go with the regular shit so you can get to the point where you need to be. Yeah. You know it's not you're not you know or especially if you're at a, a festival. There's not going to be 30 beers on tap at the festival. Nah. Drink the Bud Light and do your drugs and go. <laughs> so, I just want to know where, where else would they even have a concert like that if they're not in Philly? Philly is a decent spot. But, but what, what is it about Philly that really... I think for, especially here on the East Coast, it's in the middle of, Philly, it's in the middle of New York and D.C. Okay. So people from both places, they can get there in a reasonable amount of time. Gotcha. Right. It's less, it's smaller than both places too, so it's less of a traffic nightmare. Like having Made in America, Made in America in DC would be a fucking nightmare. Absolutely. If, because one, where are they going to have it other than maybe RFK Stadium in the Southeast? Traffic, that's a nightmare. If you have it in New York, where the fuck are you going to have a festival? Bryant Park. Bryant or... Park, somewhere in Queens. Yeah. Maybe in Brooklyn where they have Afropunk at. Yep. It's a fucking nightmare to try to get everybody back and forth. Even when they do like uh, the shit for Governor's Ball, when it's right on Randall's Island. Yeah. 
It's, you got you to get on the ferry to get there. It's a fucking nightmare. It's crazy. Yeah. And if you miss one, you got to sit there and wait. It's a nightmare. Fuck that. So Philly, I think Philly's a really good spot for it. If they, they want to keep it here on the East Coast or keep it here in the Northeast anyway. I don't know where else really to have it around here. Do you have to have it in a big city, though? Can you find another? I think it's, it's good to another have Another smaller city halfway? I think it's good to have it in a, ma- a major metro area. Yeah. Because, it's like I said, it's easier for folks to get to. It's easier to navigate around. Hotels, you, all that You stuff. know at least there's enough lodging around. Even if they could, even somebody can stay in Delaware, they got to stay in South Jersey, where people can stay there for the weekend if they need to. Right. No, that makes sense. Where else would you have it? Like, in a smaller place where you can have everything you need to have a, a good festival. Can't have it here. Ain't enough shit around. Yeah. No. And I don't want all you niggas here. <laughs> I don't want to be here, so I definitely don't want all you niggas here. Everyone else. But I think, they'll, I think they'll work it out. I think um, the mayor really backed off all that tough shit. I mean, it's, it's a win for Oklahoma. them. Yeah, it's easy money. $3.4 million in rent? That, that's... It's easy money. All they got to do is... Since 2012. All they got to make sure is, you know, make sure you have enough police presence down there so things don't act stupid. And I've never heard of them having an incident. In the yeah. six years it's been there. And you'd figure, all the black people in one place, if there was an incident, they'd make sure it was fucking known. It's kind of like Coachella, but for niggas. And mm. it's like that same kind of Do vibe. Do you know how disgustingly expensive it is to get to Coachella? Because it's in the desert? <laughs> it's yeah, retarded. It's <laughs> they have payment plans. What because kind of festival you know offers payment plans? When they plans? announced Beyonce, I looked to see what it costs to get to Coachella. The weekend passed. Is it really that bad? It's maybe four, four, five hundred dollars. That's pretty standard for a weekend festival, to you know be there and be on the grounds. But where they have it in a, it's I think it's in Indio Valley, out in, out in California. There's nowhere to stay. It's an hour away from LA, so you got to get out there. You got to find somewhere to stay. But they charge a nigga three, four, three, four racks to stay out there for for Coachella. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. You go to Made in America, get your ticket for two hundred dollars. You can stay in the hotel for the weekend for maybe. Two, three hundred. Yeah, that yeah. maybe two, three, four hundred, depending on where you stay. You're good to go. Do y'all know the, <clears throat> excuse me. Do y'all know the difference between uh, Made in America and like the Roots picnic? Uh, yeah, one's run by the Roots and one is. <laughs> so I mean, it's it's very similar. Though. It's the same same okay. kind of thing. Yeah, same it's same a festival. It's just yeah, same, yeah. Yeah. It's a weekend festival. I think for the Roots, though, the Roots picnic's only one day. Gotcha. And they expanded, I think, the Roots picnic to where. Um, they had like a podcast stage this year. Mm. They had like a little more interactive, but they only do it for the day. True. Son, <laughs> <laughs> I looked over. I looked at this thing and the whole shit was in his head. Oh, man. I'm so glad I finished my words. Evan that just was his funny, whole, Evan just pulled his whole microphone up off, like out of the table, like out of its stand, and it was just holding it in his hand. The whole crane and everything. Nigga was shocked. Yo. What? <laughs> and what? he tried to just continue talking, yo. I couldn't, I couldn't do that. That was hilarious. <laughs> hey, I tried to, tried to not, not to miss a step, but y'all... You did good. It was just us laughing. Yeah. No, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't hold that. That was hilarious. <laughs> Shit. Oh man! But I, I think I think they'll figure it out. They'll, they'll, they'll get it settled. That's that's a, that's that's an easy win for them. I know festivals for big for cities suck, just because you got to clean up after. And I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure that I'm sure that I'm sure that little space looks like garbage when it's done. Oh, <laughs> garbage probably looks much better than, than that space that when it's finished. But I don't know. I'm not a big fan of festivals. One, you got to be outside all day. Yeah, it's it's a lot to commit to. Yeah, fuck that. The weather could be really weather terrible. Might, the weather might suck. It, and if it's in the summer, it's gonna be hot. Yeah. You got to be out there all day to get a decent spot. And nah. if you move and you lose your spot, I'll pass. 
and and end up wearing diapers like um, oh like the New Year's like New Year's Eve. Huh. If niggas were if, if niggas was in Times Square in diapers, they should pissing on themselves. They died because they froze to death. Absolutely. Oh, it was, absolutely. It was disgusting in New Year's Eve this year in the city, nigga. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Uh, this whole Trump Russia shit. Trump met with Trump met with President Putin. Met with his boss. Is he president? Yeah. Is that what president he is? of Russia? President of Russia. What's his first name? Vladimir. Vladimir. <laughs> he's very Russian. It's the most Russian Yo, name. Nigga, he's yeah. mad Russian. Yo. He met with the boss man. He's this is the Americans in real life. Yeah, this is the Americans in real life. Like instead of it being the Jennings family, it's Vlad and Donald. Yeah, instead of it being Elizabeth and uh, I, I keep flubbing on my man's name. Instead of those two, it's the, instead of them two having a family together, it's two best friends that are, you know, one's an American and one's a Russian. So what's going on, man? He didn't have anyone there except uh, so they had translators. A, they had, they, had, they had their summit. I'm unfamiliar. Yeah. Is there usually someone else in there? They usually, yeah, they, there's usually a televised portion of people meeting, right. two powers meeting. Now, I know why he had to do it. You know, Russia and America from the Cold War, they hold 90% of the nuclear armaments in the world. So you have to meet and sit down and talk. But I, then you add in the, the shift from 2016, there had to be a conversation between these two. And from how they sound when it came out, you know, Donald Pesley took his side, which is the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. So they sat down and met, and the way that the conversation kind of went, it, it basically translated to to Trump like committing treason on national television. Like, and this happened right after, like, I guess twelve <laughs> was it eleven, twelve people were indicted, Russian. Yes. Two days after, I want to say, for maybe a day, it was maybe one election. Yeah. So th- there's proof from all the research that. Whoever who's is it the CIA who's doing this research? Uh, I think it's independent. Mueller's running the investigation. It has to be coming from CIA. Okay, it, that makes the most sense to me. You're oh, right. I thought that was going to say. I know. Like we're too. You started moving around. <laughs> so they give Trump this, and he still comes out of the meeting saying, "I don't see any idea, so, any reason why it would be." I think they met for two and a half hours privately. Only person there was their interpreter. Who was face to face? And that's another, like, that was my question, though. Right. Is, is someone you, else usually in that room for all these meetings? Usually, no? usually your diplomats are with you. So, usually it would be Secretary of State okay. and whoever their foreign minister is for so, Russia. So, this is something rare. It's rare. It happens, but it's usually not so closed off. And okay. not with yeah. this kind of situation, right? Because yeah, right, right. Tensions between us and Russia are so so high like dog it's not gonna look good if you go in there by yourself especially when people are already saying you're in this man's pocket yeah so you know they they they, they meet for two hours it's it's donald it's vlad and it's their interpreter they come out they have like this 18 minute conference where people answer quite ask ask questions so somebody you know asked him directly did you address this indictment that just came down from robert Mueller about them meddling in our election and then he says, well, you know, he told me, yeah. <laughs> he told me he was very strong about it, that, you know, he ain't had nothing to do with it. And why would he lie he to do me? I, I believe him. I yeah, believe him. Yeah. He sounded he sound like a girl that got cheated on and her man just said he ain't do it. So she's like, well, I believe him. That's how the nigga sounded. And, you know, he basically sided with Russia, KGB. Yeah, when there's all Vladimir this. Putin, who's ex-KGB, which is basically their CIA, but a lot worse. Right. And, you know, it looks, it looks awful that you would, you know, side with somebody that may have meddled in the election. But this is more of a personal thing for him than me. If he admits that there's meddling in the election, it means his win isn't clean. 
Yes. This is all about feeding his ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he cops to that, then it's, I didn't win clean. Because as soon as all this came out, then he, when he came back home and tried to clean up what he said, you know, I had 300 electoral votes, I won easy, I beat Hillary, whatever, whatever. So it wasn't, it wasn't like he was just coming back and saying, you know, they meddled in it. Right. We need to take the we need to take the right steps to see that this doesn't happen again. It was, it did happen, but I still won. So this is all about his ego. Yeah. And you know, the rest Which of Which every, everything he's done is well, yeah. about his ego up until now. So now we're all calling the crossfire because he don't, yeah. he don't want to. And when he does address it, he goes, uh, he goes, he goes, oh, why, why didn't Obama do anything about Russian meddling? He was the president during the 2016 election. I mean, he tried to. And then it came <laughs> out, you know, and, and a lot of people don't know this, but Obama had to meet with both Hillary and Trump and gave them the personal information, let, yeah. letting them know that Russia was a problem, letting them know Russia was already interfering before either one of them was, you know what I mean? He had to inform them and he did. He had private meetings with both of when them. You're, when you're, the two candidates come out, they're, they're able to sit in those, those uh, high, those high clearance meetings yes. because whoever wins needs to know what's, what's happening on. as the transition is happening. Right. So they get to sit in on those meetings before they're even elected either way. And Trump was, was doing all that, like, you know, uh, you know, yeah, heck, Hillary Clinton, let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah, that didn't help. It didn't help. It yeah, didn't the DNC shit was crazy. But that also was run by a lot of Russian people on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. Because Trump said it, but I think, I think it's very possible Trump was informed to say it by Russia because they played such a big oh. part in it. You know what I mean? Like, we've seen... You know, just in, you know, how long has this investigation by Mueller been going on right now? Close to a, sorry, close to a year. It's about a year. And, and so we've seen, you know, from that information, how embedded into American culture these Russian spies were, right? They well, hacked our social media. Russian they hacked, bots on Twitter, yeah. They hacked our social media. They hacked banks. Mm-hmm. They were making banking transactions to empty accounts and then forwarding money to people on the ground. They were hosting rallies during the election um during oh, the election, it's a little cold war shit. This yeah, is like, like they, this is like the cold war all over again. There were Russians on the ground pretending to be Americans and uh, holding pro-Trump rallies, holding pro-Hillary rallies, spreading propaganda. They really invaded our country. Um, I remember there was a newscaster who went and met with a woman who was pro-Trump down in the south somewhere, and uh, she had attended a lot of rallies. And he yeah. said to her, "You were in attendance at rallies that were held by by Russians." Who were whose you know point was to infiltrate the American voting process? That's wild. And she, no matter what he said, he gave her proof. He told her everything that occurred. He gave her, I think, he even gave her names. She refused to believe it actually happened. She said, "No, those were Americans. I never interacted with Russians." She refused to talk to him. She slammed the door in his face on television. <laughs> it's like catfish when you you get catfish, oh, but you man. refuse to believe it. Did he ever uh, Facetime you? No. Uh, <laughs> Did you ever talk to them on the phone? No. Did WC, you ever send any pictures? Uh, no. <laughs> I can't believe he lied to me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes, nigga, he lied to you. So, you know, they, we've seen how in-depth and how planned out this was. This wasn't something Russia just did where they like got on Twitter and said, we're going to tweet that Hillary's a crook and see if that works. They planned this. They orchestrated this. They... It was, it was beautifully orchestrated. If it wasn't against our country, I'd say it was fucking amazing. You know yeah. what I mean? Which, you know, even though it was against our country, it was still amazing. We have not seen anything like this before. Well, not in this time. No, not here. The power of social media right. and propaganda is very strong. Yes. You know, like, but this is just what, having that shit out there, Hillary's a crook. This is, this is what conquering countries do. They infiltrate. They disrupt. They stick somebody in. Yes. Who they can manipulate and mm-hmm. they 
you know, manipulate the progress of your country. We've done it to other countries before, just not this way. You know, they picked the perfect time. They knew the set of people they needed to target, mm -hmm. and they did it. So, you know, this is some this is some real deep spy shit that they did. And they did it flawlessly on a national scale to the most powerful country in the world. And they did it flawlessly because they succeeded. Not only did they succeed in 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 seating the president they wanted to seat, but look at the dismay that has occurred in America since November 2016, right? We're just like unraveling in all these different directions. The term civil war has been used several times in the last 12 months. And not in the sense of like, you know, I'm sure they probably talked about a civil war back when segregation was still around and all of these things were occurring, yeah. but they really are believing that we are on the precipice of a possible civil war, like yeah, another we've never been one. This divided. No, long ass time. Yeah. No, like you have family members not speaking to each other over voting. Like, man, I wish I had some people that voted in my family the other way, so I could not talk to them. That'd have been lit. <laughs> but can't always get what you want. And another thing that that Obama said that that has stuck with me, you know, in regards to all this is is how social media works, right? So you know how we all joke about how like on your iPhone, right? Say you go online shopping, you go on Amazon and you buy a broom. Yep. And then you go on Instagram tomorrow and it's going to see, oh, you're yeah, going to see, see broom the, ads. Yep, ads. You go on Facebook and you're going to see, you know, it, it, Swiffer it, it, ads. It's, and It's even worse, dog. You could search something real quick. Like I could search something on my laptop right now. Yes. I'll pick up my phone immediately after scroll on Instagram and there would be an advertisement for that. Not even the yes. next day. So, immediately. So, so now knowing that, right, how social media has been kind of tweaked to work is just like that, but with politics as well. So Obama said when yep. they were, when he was, you know, running in doing his campaigns, he had people looking into this stuff and what they realized, you know, while he was running for president, both, both times, both terms is that if you are a Democrat, you tend to search certain things. You tend to read certain articles. You tend to, to gravitate towards things that are more left, right? Yep. So eventually, all you receive as a like information-wise is stuff pertaining to the left. Yep. It yeah, gets, like uh, Facebook has like an algorithm they do where yes. you go into like your settings, it'll literally say this person leans left, this person leans right. Yes. They'll talk in the mic instead of being. And 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 so your Facebook does that. Yeah. Google adapts to what you you see after you Google certain things. Yep. Then your Twitter starts to do it. Then your Instagram starts to do it. So now we're at a point. Um, technology-wise, where our technology is is gripping onto our own personal biases and making them worse, right? Yeah. yeah so right. people who are super conservative are only seeing good yeah, things about Trump. Yeah, you don't see the the shitty things. You don't see other like opposing views that yes. might you know. You're not seeing both sides, so it's making it even worse. Russia caught on to this fact, and they used it. They used it. They exploited it to the, the, the greatest power they could, and yeah. here we are. Yeah, and it goes to the, um, the other algorithm that Instagram has right now where if you click someone's page, they're just, just going to keep showing you pictures from that person that they post. But it's like, yo, I'm following 500 people. Why are you just showing me the same 100 people? Like, yes. I, just because I like this one picture doesn't mean I don't want to see the other stuff I'm following. Yes, 
And they've recently started to undo that a little bit, Instagram said. But it ain't enough. It, yeah, it's still it's still the point, right? It, it's it's how it's how we got here. Yeah. When we're talking about what the fuck happened with this election and everything, and we're talking about, you know, Trump basically agreeing with a country who attacked us, um, this is how we got here. And he knows it, and he knows if he admits it that it invalidates his pres- presidency. Like, yes, is he here and we can't get rid of him yet? Sure. But he knows if he admits that this is what they did. That, he, that it invalidates every vote he got. He knows that the American people were swindled into voting. Then he tried to change his uh, typo the next day. <laughs> He's an asshole. He's like, I meant to say wouldn't. I said would. Not wouldn't. Not wouldn't was the word to use. Double negatives. <laughs> it's kind of a, so, yeah, everything's all good, guys. You guys, there's nothing to see here. It's, it's, it's super frustrating, right? And we're hoping, you know, yeah. I don't even know what we're hoping anymore. Are we hoping for impeachment? <laughs> I have no idea. And then, and then we get, you know, the vice president who's like the devil incarnate. Are we hoping for an arrest? I, I don't know what does the American people good. I think, I think we have to vote this year. We have to try and get as many people in Congress that, you know, agree with what we agree with. Uh, right. And then if, if he doesn't get impeached, you know, just vote him out. I think we're going to lose. twenty twenty. I think we're going to lose very big on this uh, this judge that was just elected. Um, what was he was? Oh, if they can't solve it till November, he's definitely going to vote. Did they vote him in? No, not yet. Not, not yet. He's if, been selected to, to right, you know right, like. Right. Yep, yep. Um, but it, but if if they, gets, yeah, if they can't stall him, like they basically stalled out Garrick Marlin. Uh, I think Marlin. Merrick Garland. Merrick Garland. Merrick Garland. Yeah, totally. Totally. You're close. Did you say Garrick Marlin? Yeah. Totally. You're close. I totally mixed their names. Judy together. Totally mixed his name together. Yeah. Totally did that. But uh, they basically stalled him out. Until, Trump, until Obama left the office. Right. Because they had the votes in the Senate. Because the Senate had flipped while mm-hmm. uh, Obama was in office in the second, well, his first term. But it never really went back. So they had the votes not to be able to vote him in. And now there's no way, if they decide to do it, that they can't get him in. Right. And he might get another one, depending on how Ruth Gator, Ruth Gator Ginsburg, Bader Ginsburg, <laughs> well, I can't talk. Um, Old motherfucker. <laughs> She's 81. Right. Something like that. I'm going to need her to hold on yeah, real tight. Me too. To dear life. Somebody, somebody got to inject her with some, with some shit, boy. Like, because um, <laughs> if not, this will, that'll be the third one to get. Yeah, and, and that will really years. screw this country. Um, we're looking at three, three Trump-appointed judges. That's, that's scary. Because that we can get rid of this president and we can try and fix what well, judges. We can get rid of the justices. He can get rid of them. Why aren't they voted in? Why aren't who? Why is it just? I mean, bo- voted in by the public. Sorry. Oh, you judges. mean the Supreme Court justices? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure why they don't do it, but it, it's got to have something to do with checks and balances because you can vote in. You vote in your president. You vote in your reps in your Senate. Yeah, and they vote. They they decide, vote. Yeah. They technically vote in the uh, the judges. So it's supposed to be basically how the country feels. Yeah. Voting those people in because yeah. both houses are supposed to be supposed to be representative yeah, of the country the, itself. The whole but, lifetime shit is just like. Well, it's supposed to give them a, a leg up so they're not worried about getting voted in. If you're there, you're so you there. Can focus on you can move accordingly. Justice. You're not really worried about yeah. being voted in so you don't make a vote that based on you know, that. But, yes, you're but, not like beholden yeah. to anyone. You're not beholden yeah. to anybody. But you know, all these guys get in, they vote how they vote, and they don't have a fucking change. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, um, Clarence Thomas has been in there since the fucking 90s, and he's been cooning since the 90s. <laughs> Fuck Clarence Thomas, but he's been in there. He fooled everybody. <laughs> and he's just been in there being him. Yeah. Being trash since then. And that's the problem, really, is like, you know, they're probably one of the only 
um, entities in the country that really doesn't have a check or a balance. Once you're in, you're in. There's not much we can do about it, you know, post that decision. So, and they know this and they run with it. You know, they're the, the law of the land. <laughs> they're the fi- they're basically the final law it's of the land, usually, right? You know, depending on what the decision is or depending on what the issue itself is, you know, it's usually not terrible, but if you get a, if you get a, uh, a how you know get them and then they all lean one way. There's no there's no balance there's there. No balance. You know that's why they have an odd number. It's supposed to be somebody to break the vote, but they're all mostly conservative now. So even the decisions they're making, the dissent the dissent looks crazy, the affirmation of it looks crazy when you read them. So you know there's really no balance. Everything's such a violent swing. Shit just way. all moves too slow for me, man. What do you mean? <laughs> just that we're still doing things the way we did. A hundred thousand years yeah, ago. Yeah, like yeah, it's it, it, technology is changing, but we're not right. We're not keeping up with our laws. Aren't keeping up yeah, with it. Our government can't it, keep up just, with it. They weren't prepared for what we were going it's to become. Too fucking slow, man. Yeah, it's true. The Constitution itself works if they do it the right way, but they don't. They're not using it the right way right now. You know, you got your Bill of Rights. All of those have been in place. They're all pretty. You know, they're pretty decent, but. You know, the people in power have to use them the right way. They have to be interpreted right for it to and matter. It takes, and that's the problem. And I think it takes way too much to change anything. Oh, yeah. Well, no, you're not adding an amendment because uh, something changed today and it's going to change again tomorrow. Fuck no. I don't want that either. Yeah, I want there to also, be some stability. When was the last amendment? Ten years ago, maybe. But it was something dumb. It was like for pay. Last new amendment. That was probably Yeah, it was like the 27th Amendment. It was about them getting paid more. It was something dumb. Mm. It wasn't anything great. Right. So you don't want a government that can change a rule or a law every other day, right? Because Right, 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 right. That's how you have prohibition. Yeah. But what you do want is a government that can assess the times and work in what's occurring, right? Because we're we're outgrowing the things that they used to put in place. Like look at look at weed. We still have people doing fucking 40 years in jail for weed. And we're using the shit to save people's lives. We're using it for epilepsy disorders and for cancer research. And all of these new things are coming out about weed and all of its, its um, amazing properties and what it can do. And there are people in jail rotting to death over this drug. No, don't because of states' rights, right? No, yeah. don't, don't, confuse, like, don't confuse policy with the Constitution. Constitution sets things freedoms your rights, all that. That's the Constitution. Your right. policy is, you do this, you go to jail. That's something totally different. So, what you're talking about weed is, it should be a Schedule One drug, which is crack, yep. cocaine, heroin, opiates, weed. No, it's not the same fucking thing. That comes from right. the DOJ. But, I, more so, I'm saying, like, it, it's about assessing the times, right? Like, it should... At this point in 2018, they should clear that drug. They should clear the charges that were were anybody was you know given, uh, including the drug. Like it should yep. just be wiped away at this and point. Everything is moving in slow motion, and it's a snail's pace. And yeah. it's the same thing with the government when when it comes to rights, right? Like it's the way that it's being interpreted, even though everything around it has changed. The way we live our lives is completely different from when the Constitution was written, and and you have all these conservative judges and all these conservative um, government officials who are like, well, we're gonna read it to the exact letter of the law, like it was in bumblefuck year America. <laughs> like, it just doesn't apply a lot of it anymore that way. Does it still apply in general? Sure, but like, again, you have to assess the times. You get, you get something like the Second Amendment, right? 
it was really put in place because he had it, the government really hadn't set the armies yet. So every you know everybody had their own militias. Yeah, like they had their own militias, of like militias yeah. right? So everybody had their own militias. So everybody had a gun to protect themselves. But people are now using the Second Amendment to say everybody in the house needs a gun to protect themselves from the possibility of a tyrannical takeover from the government. You know, everybody takes it off to their logical conclusion. Right. So you know, letter of the law, spirit of the law, two totally different things. Spirit of the law would say you all don't need guns. You can have a handgun for your own protection at home. You can have a shotgun. You don't need. Uh, AR-15, you don't need an AK-47, you don't need something that's going to basically make just to kill people. That's totally different. But people take it out to the most logical conclusion when they say, Second Amendment means we should all bear arms. What kind of arms? All they had back in 1776 was a musket. Right. You had to clean the bitch out, you had to put in some big-ass bullet. You, you were to... shooting one person every 15 minutes. Yeah. Maybe. It took a minute and a half to reload. <laughs> it wasn't something where you could just dump a clip, 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 clip drops out, put it back in, keep going. You know, they don't see those things. But the way they do things now is it's so crazy that, you know, you get part of the country that's so antiquated they want to stay one way. You get another part of the country that, you know, wants to move with the times. There's no middle ground. There's none. Mm. Not at all. You got people that live like we live. We live in a tri-state area. And people don't change their minds, like, from one thing to another. They need to change it incrementally. There's this obsession that companies have with middle America. Yo. Nobody lives in middle America because it's trash. <laughs> People live in L.A. They live in New York. They live in down New- in Miami. They live, one, near the water. Two, they live near, near major population centers. Why am I worried about people that live in North Dakota? Let them do what the fuck they want to do. They but wanna, that's who they govern for. They want to kiss each other in the mouth and they're related. Fuck them. Let them do what the fuck they want to do. I don't want to be governed because you want to you wanna pedal to them. Or you want you know, you to acquiesce to them. Right. I really don't. But that's what they're doing now. That's what the NFL does. Yep. That's what, you know. It's a whole any, middle any, stretch. Any company you could think of, everybody talks about middle America, middle America, middle America. Nobody lives there. It's those blonde-eyed, those blonde-haired, blue-eyed people who live in Montana, Fontana. 600,000 people live in Montana. Why, <laughs> why are like, we worried about them? But that's who, that's who their audience yeah, no. is for everything. It's for laws, for television. That's who it is. It's middle America. It's that, it's that whole like Southern Bell, um, Midwestern accent-y, like we live on farms and we eat hay and that's like that's who they they we eat hay that's who they pander to that's who they cater to I just imagine a human walking on all fours just eating you know, hay yeah that's what they do out there you ain't sorry, know? To bother, see, sorry to bother you yeah, it's crazy but that's you know like that's who they're they're catering to and that's not at all representative of what America has become or, or what it is, right? When the majority of the people live, like you said, in California and New York and, and like Miami, all the major cities, Chicago, Philadelphia, like that's, that's more representative of who we are. You're going to get more of a mix of conservative and, and, and uh, leftist there than you are anywhere else. I hate when the, like, the conservatives throw up like the electoral map and it's like, all red and then a little blue. And it's like there's fucking millions of people in that little that little bit. And that little blue area, yeah, right? Because that's the city. that's their argument to keep the electoral college in place because they feel like, well, if we only go by majority votes, you know, we'd lose because, like, even in Texas, right? You look at Texas, you got Dallas, you got Houston, Austin. That's where most people live, but there's not enough of them to really balance out. These people to live in these little ass towns 
spread around in Texas because Texas is fucking huge. Yeah. So it's a red state. But, you know, where most people live are blue. Same thing in Miami, Florida. Florida is always a swing state. Same thing with Philly. But, you know, you get outside of like LA and California, you know, yep. you got people out there that are really conservative and shit, but there's not enough of them. Because nobody gives a fuck what they think about. At all. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> nobody cares what you think. No disrespect. There's not enough of you. That's why the popular vote was so lopsided. You figure it was like 130 million people voted, something like that. 125, 130. Mm-hmm. It was like 65 to like 62. It was like 65 yeah. to 62 or some shit. That's 3 million people. That's like the, this whole state voted for one person, but because they weren't in the right places, and the, uh, the election was decided really by like 200,000 people in like little counties in Wisconsin and shit. Yep. <laughs> Why does Wisconsin have anything to do with what we do in America? <laughs> make your milk, make your cheese, put the packets on TV, and leave me alone. You gotta get the right. factories back there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so the <laughs> bring them back. Bring. So, the, so the robots will do the work that, they, that they're not gonna do anymore? So they can lose their jobs twice? It'll be fun for them. Which is definitely coming. Yeah, tech- and that's, and that's We're not gonna go back technologically. Too. And that's yeah. the thing. It's the, like the hyperloop ain't stopping in Wisconsin. No, no, <laughs> no nothing. Not. Nothing stopping in Wisconsin. Aaron Rodgers don't even want to be there, but he ain't got no choice. He got drafted there. But here's here's the thing, right? Is I think like we're lying to people in middle middle America who live the way that they live and all of that because we are on the verge of another yep. technological revolution, yep. right? It's coming. It happened with the industrial revolution. It's it's happened every couple, you know, every couple decades or whatever. We have huge revolutions. Yeah. Those jobs, like those jobs, aren't leaving just because of like outsourcing and globalization. They're no, leaving no, no. because of technology. Because yeah. it's more efficient and more cost effective to use machines than it is to use people. Yeah, and, and I guess it, it, within like the next fifteen years, we're going to see major changes in the workforce. Like, you know, and, full automation. And, oh, yeah, it's on, the, and, it's on the way. In, in, in processes, we have even in, I work in healthcare. We have robots that do a lot of the shit that we need to have done in healthcare. On as far as surgery in the back end, like I work in, you know, with finance and billing, the, they, we have robots the, that do that. They're saying with a sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say you, you can't go anywhere and not see a kiosk. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, and they're saying with uh, 5G coming that that's supposed to, it's not just another G, like the internet speed, right. that doctors will be able to perform surgeries remotely. They'll yeah. be able to put their hands into gloves and oh, have yeah. a little, and be able to perform and that kind it'll, of shit. it'll match up perfectly. Like right now, there's that little delay. There's a lag mm-hmm. in the connection yeah, yeah, speed. Yeah, 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 the connection yeah. speeds and all of that, but they, they're saying 5G is supposed to change oh, yeah. the world. Oh, yeah. And all of that is coming quickly. And with that means robots are going to be taking over factories. Oh, the robots are they're, coming. They'll oh, take Lord. over farms. I use a robot, robot can farm. I use a robot at work. Yeah. They're going to build Optimus Prime in 10 years. They're going to kill we, us all. If we still need farming, if, if they have Better have our guns out. then. So, yeah, when Optimus Prime turned into a 30-foot robot, that gun ain't going to do shit. If we <laughs> haven't figured out a way to, to, to farm... Uh, a better way by then, you know, or a way to produce our crops in a different manner. They're gonna have robots farming. You know how easy it'll yeah. be to send robots out onto to a field and pick yeah. and plant and all that shit. You don't need a human to do that they shit. They mostly do it automated now. They got somebody driving a truck, but he ain't out there picking the crop. Yeah, he, right. got, he got a big ass. He got a big ass uh, truck or whatever. They put an attachment on it, picks everything up. Th- and that's what he I'm saying. Drive like, it up and down. In, in my field, you know, instead of having four camera operators on four cameras, they got me operating all four cameras in a little room. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And instead of needing, like my job would still be needed, but 
Instead of needing five people to do it, you only need one, one person. Right. To do it. There you go. In in my job, like with with billing for healthcare, we have a robot that scans all of our accounts and can check for like one specific thing or or you know differentiate and pull all the things and like push them out if they need to go out or mm-hmm. or push them to this yep. person's queue or whatever. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. But again, like so, we're on the verge of that happening. All of these people are going to become obsolete to America just at all. Oh, people still like to harass each other at work. I'm always have a job, baby. Let's get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goddamn right. You still like to argue, don't you, motherfuckers? You know, so like I think we're lying to them as a country by, you know, catering to what they want or what their their work field is because it's getting ready to disappear anyways. And then what? Then you're left with the majority of the country, which to my understanding will probably be Democrats. There'll be, you know, some conservatives who have been trained up by their parents who are left over, but everything's going to go digital. Everything's going to go the way of being super techie and it's going to be major cities everywhere forming to, you know what I mean? Because everything's going to be so, that's how cities formed in general way back when is because they were so industrial. Everything's going to be industrial now, which means everything's going to become more populated. Jeff Bezos is going to have his own city somewhere in a few years. Give him some time. Oh, oh yeah. That Lex Luthor looking motherfucker, he's going to have his own city in a few years. He's just going to take over somewhere and call it Amazon Land or some dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> you see, he already, he, already, he already put out the bid for HQ2. I don't think he said who, who was going to get it yet, but it's going to be a nightmare there, too. Rent going to go up. It's going to be more traffic. People oh, gonna be yeah. Sad. But uh, before we get out of here, let's talk a little bit about sports. Oh wait! Didn't we? We have to oh. do our question of the week. Oh, question of the week. Okay. Well, let's let's talk about the sports real quick, and then we'll, we'll we'll get to that. All right. Yeah, we've been going for a while. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, Carmelo and Kawhi Leonard were traded. Carmelo, Carmelo traded to the Carmelo Anthony. Secure oh, the bag so legend. Cutting them, but he get to keep all that twenty eight mil. Secure the bag legend, Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> Got traded. It's a good nickname. He's gonna get waived. He's gonna get 20, all twenty seven point nine. He's old, and he's gonna get a. Maybe a mid-level or vet minimum from somebody. Yeah, I mean, if he's smart, he goes to the Warriors. So he, okay, so they give him what two, three mil? But he's not. He's gonna go to the Rockets and not win anything. Yeah, he gonna go play with his homie. Yeah, go play with one of the go to the Warriors for one year, win your chip. They could they could use us someone like him, someone he's, who they don't yeah. rely on much for besides scoring off the bench. He'd be so he'd be such a malcontent and go to say I want him to do it just to blow everything up. <laughs> uh, um, that'd, be, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> The Rockets, they lost wing defenders, so like he. he oh, really, you know, you know what Melo's not doing at thirty-four years old playing no, goddamn no. defense. That's what. So God we'll see. Sure. We'll see what happens there. I think, gonna, I think he's going to go to Houston. I don't though. think. I don't think the buyout's beneficial yet. But. No, they're still in the paperwork because it happened Thursday. I want to yeah. say. So still in the um, paperwork to clear. But Kawhi Leonard was traded for De- DeMar DeRozan, so Kawhi's in Toronto now. In Toronto for a year before he goes to L.A. Before to he go. goes to L.A. <laughs> this is so upsetting. Um, Toronto can trade him eventually. September. 60 so, days. And that's before the season starts. So yep. we'll see what happens there. I don't, who knows if he'll play in Toronto? Who knows how long he'll play in Toronto? The, the Spurs and their quest to be the petty bitches they are helped y'all out. It, they helped, and they the helped Lakers. themselves out. A little. Yeah. Tomorrow Rose ain't better than Kawhi Leonard. No, he's not, but it's better than. He's better than. Uh, how can I put this? Than a Kawhi Leonard that's not playing. Right, yeah, he's better than a quad on that's not playing. He's better. He's, he's an all star. He, he's got to play now because he's he, an all star. That big man they got was, you know, is oh Jacob Jacob Hurdle Turtle Hurdle whatever his name is Turtle. Yeah, total. Uh, <laughs> he's got potential. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But this is better than what they would have got for the Lakers. I think they did that because they didn't want to trade him in the conference. That's what Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, 
Yeah, they wanted Hart Ingram, Kuz, Kuz, and like Hicks, two picks or something. Into, yeah, into nah, trade swap, into nah, pick swaps. No, nah. they wanted everything. They I, they did it on purpose. I said that to Joe the other day. They did it on purpose because they knew the Lakers would say no. So they'd either have to keep him or trade him out east, which they ended up doing. They deported him. They, 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 they absolutely deported him. Out of the country. Him. <laughs> He's sad as shit, boy. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard ain't been nowhere cold in his life for anywhere longer than a few days. They ain't building a wall in Canada, so it'll be all right. He, going, I don't know, he's, he ain't going to the real park, Canada. He's going to Toronto. There's still niggas in Toronto. He'll yeah. be all right. He'll still somebody braid his hair. He'll still be all right. Yeah, yeah. He'll be Gucci. Maybe listen to some Caribbean but music. But this, this, uh, this, makes war, this makes the Raptors a little better than they were. A little. I don't think that I don't because they got they got they a, got a better player. They got Danny Green too, and they got Danny Green in the deal. So they got two two guys who can defend out in the wing. They got Kawhi Leonard who can give you twenty five a night um, yeah. once he gets back to one hundred percent. So we'll see what happens. I think this puts them number two or three in the East. Definitely top three. Yeah, I mean we'll see how we'll, they got a new coach too. So we'll see how everything. Nick Nurse. We'll see how everything. I love that works name. out, but I think Celtics are one. Yeah, I think sure. so too. And then you can flip flop between the six. I'm still worried about how everybody comes back for Boston because yeah, how they're gonna mesh well. Gordon Hayward barely played. They re-signed Marcus Smart too. That's yep. big. That, Four years, fifty-two. I thought that was a good pickup for them. We'll hold on to it. So we basically stay pat. Yeah, we didn't lose anybody. But for the, those two to come back, I just want to see how they integrate back in the lineup with Tatum and Jalen Brown and Terry Rozier playing so many minutes now, and they came along. But now, I think Jalen Brown's coming comes off the bench with um. Terry Rozier, um, they go in that second unit now because of that, because Warner Hayward's coming back. Yeah. I don't think they start him now, so we'll see. That's the only part I'm really worried about. But I think Brad Stevens and his nerdy ass can figure it out. And hopefully Gordon Hayward's leg doesn't explode again. Because that was the most gruesome shit I ever heard. You could hear it on live TV when he yeah, broke his leg. Nah. It was crucial. That Paul George injury, too. It was like, yeah. nah. nah. I was watching the game live. I heard it. I turned the game off. <laughs> That's how loud it was. You could hear it. You could hear Ugh. it. It's disgusting. All right. Uh, there's a few things. We'll, we'll get to this other shit next week. We've already been here almost two hours. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Question of the week. Final thing. Uh, we talked about it in the last podcast. What's the most petty relationship petty deal breakers. Breakers that you have? Thanks for the answers. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for your responses. Dallas. Dal, do you have any petty deal breakers? That I said small lips. Small lips. <laughs> That's you, a good one. Because I don't have small lips. So if I kiss you, I don't want to like. But you like white girls. Gotta get a white girl that doesn't have small lips. He's like, he's out here, he's out here, search, he's out here searching. You got a magnifying glass. It's part of your, your process, you know. You're like, oh, yeah. Some lips do be extra small. You feel like well, you're not I get anything out of it. Like, I, haven't dated, I haven't dated a white woman in a long time, so I like you're nibbling you. on an ear or some shit. That's you know, it's not worth it. Not worth it. I don't want my kid to have little lips, you know. Yeah. So then Nikki responded on mine and just said she didn't want to say anything, but... <laughs> Damn, he just threw out her name, too. He didn't even leave it anonymous. Fuck that. She responded publicly, so fuck it. Oh, all right. I didn't see she all right. On mine, she definitely did. I just asked her why she didn't want to. She ain't no fun. So but, what, what was it? Um, Nikki, he, that Nikki? No, no. no what was No, the, she just said she wasn't answering. Oh. But, so she responded to say, I'm not responding? Yeah, but I know why. Fucking weirdo. And a lot of them are petty. Because Nikki's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> She's out of her mind. And then, uh, let's see who uh, else. L. Oh. J. Wash on Instagram says, black socks. <laughs> black socks. Yo, I thought I started so, laughing so, so is hard. It like, is it like black socks on a, well, he's, he's a man. He's married to a woman, so he's not gay. So, like, black socks on a woman? Like, I don't. Uh, maybe never, he don't, maybe he don't like, like where, where are you wearing these? Maybe he's not a fan of women in black, like, uh, sweat socks. 
like black Nike socks. Yeah. yeah he don't want to see his see his queen in like some some black uh, <laughs> ankle uh, high socks. Maybe that's not his thing. You know, everybody's got their thing. I saw the other one up there too on uh, I think on the podcast page. Uh, the thing we talked about as well, girls of uh, six foot plus. She's like, <laughs> she said she's five one. Kennedy says six, six feet plus, and I'm five two. Sorry, Shorty. <laughs> that's, she that's, mad, that's mad selfish. And she petty. is. She's petty. It's five. And she's five two. You and need a six she's foot shorter than, than most men in the world. Like, I mean, keep it to me. Yeah, she's shorter than like all of the men in yeah. the world. Yeah. And keep it to me. She don't know what six foot is. She's five two. She really don't know. Do you do you like measure? Exactly. <laughs> Bianca's like an inch shorter than me. She's 5'7. So she knows if a nigga's six foot. Absolutely. Yeah. You're just, look you just looking up. If you're 5'2, my nigga, you're just looking up. <laughs> Keep it a meme, my nigga. You're just looking up. It's all up from there. Exactly. It's all up from there. I mean, five 5'9 would be like, he's six foot. She'll believe. She'll be like, oh, he's so tall. How she know? She's looking up. Like, huh? Huh? Good okay. depth perception for that. No, please. Stop yeah, it. Height, height is a little petty. Y'all the same laying down. Nah, it's not. It's really not. I don't really think <laughs> no, like it's I all said, that petty. But if a woman's under 5'4", and she's talking about she only dates niggas at 6'4". Right, so if you're 5'2", and petty. you only date 6 feet, is that petty? What? If you're 5'2", and you only date 6 feet, is that petty? Yes, it's petty. That's okay. why she said it's petty. Yeah, yeah you're 5'2". You're smaller than almost all the people on the planet. You're almost a verified midget. <laughs> yo, I wonder, yo, if, is it if like there's four, any, four nine if is there's like midget, any right? women out there who don't date men over 6 feet, hit us up. I wonder if that's a thing. <laughs> My ex was like that. Like a deal breaker. I don't like tall it's, men. It's just like, that's a plot twist. I can see that though. You I can be see like that because you can't reach. Yeah. No, no. But what if they're tall? What if they're 5'8", five, 5'10"? Five, oh. There's some women who like, like short men. Women. I know women who like short men. I've dated some of them. I, I know some too. <laughs> Shout out to y'all. If, if you're a woman that likes dating short men, hit us up. No, hit me up. He's married. Hit me up. <laughs> I didn't mean like that. I'm going to hit the podcast. Fuck him. Fuck him. This ain't even fucking dating stuff. Why not? Oh, fuck. Don't, be, don't give right. away my happiness, you jealous bastard. <laughs> All right. If you like men under six feet, call me. The Black Wall Street. Hit me up. The Black Wall Street. Hit you me know. up. Holla at me. I got two slide, degrees. Slide into his DMs. I got two degrees. I do, I do know tall women who like I'm gainfully employed. Send them Eric's way. Uh, <laughs> I have a passport. We can do things. We can go places. Listen. What you're saying. Okay, personal ad. Yeah, All personal right. ad. Fuck that. Trying <laughs> to get how I live in 2018. True. Yeah, before you need that blue pill. Yeah, before that. <laughs> We're not that old guys. I'm not, I'm not, out, of, I'm not out of there yet. I still get that hyperloop going? Yeah. You guys are a mess. Um, call me Stacy says someone that doesn't let their dog out. I thought that was interesting. Call That's Peter. Funny. Call I, I Peter. Need, I, need a, I need a little more. I mean, if you're a dog lover, not treating like, the dog right is a big deal to them. But doesn't let their dog out. What does that mean? Let like them out maybe of outside. Where? The house? Some, maybe, some people just out of the cage? Pro- could be. Maybe she's thing. dealt with people that don't really don't take care of their pets. Probably black people. You know, we're not really good. <laughs> you know. I love us, but some of us are not, and our animals are not really good to them. Oh, I just clicked her page. She's definitely with a brother. Oh, oh, so he right. take care of his pet. Good right. for her. He take care of his pets. You know, pet lovers be mad. Probably went through into a bunch of other black men that didn't. She probably did. <laughs> that's, that's how she. That's <laughs> how she developed. Yeah. I know mad niggas. Deal breaker. They dog outside all your day. Your dog bro. lives in a dog house in the backyard. You got what? it right. He does. He's a dog. And she look at him like, okay, Yo, that, cross him off the list. That is one of the things. Like growing up in the hood, like I grew up knowing dogs being in the backyard in dog houses so when I found out dogs were actually living inside houses I was thrown off yes I was thrown the fuck off yes yep. I had to get used to that shit yep. and I'm like oh okay I grew up being allergic to them 
Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. She's such a soft, supple individual. Aren't and then you? I found out people like, yeah, like <laughs> she called the nigga supple. Disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss their dogs on the mouth. No, that's too much. No, 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 that's too much. That's too much. That's dead. That's a lot. They caught stairs that help your dog. We repeatedly tell our dog not to do that. Like we sit and have conversations. Away from me. We sit and have conversations with him and let him know that this is not that kind of household. Like he can't, he can't be kissing us on the mouth. That's not. He tries. He does. All you get is a cheek, little nigga, in the hands. That's all you get. Can't be out kissing. Can't be out here licking people in the mouth. And our dog has a foot fetish, so. Oh, he licks feet. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The dog's a whole freak. He licks feet, and then he also like, like. If I put my feet hanging off the couch, he like jumps at my feet. He wraps his body around my feet. Then he'll lay on them. Then he'll try to lick them. Like he loves to just play with feet in general. <laughs> oh, that dog's a freak. Yeah, he's, he's really strange. Yeah, he got a whole yeah. he a whole freak out there. Come here, girl. Bring those feet. Bring those piggy wiggies. Um, the urban sexologist says dirty nails. Oh, which I don't think I don't that's think that's petty. petty. That's gross. I don't yeah. think that's petty. Yeah. Men long nails. I don't like. I see long, I like nails. long nails. I see long I'm nails. Like yeah, I like those. I don't like. So for women, me. all right. They scare for me. men, they're like long nails on women. That that may be petty. I, I, maybe. I feel. I feel like if, if they have those, they like care too much about it. Like, How long I mean? is too long? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they gotta, like, like you think they're high maintenance? Yes. Yeah. How long is too long though? What's long? Bianca, Bianca can we see your hands? Me. Too long. Too long. Okay. Really? Yeah. I like it. Really? I don't even think they're they're long. They're definitely not. See, I'm not. I don't know. I guess I probably appear high maintenance, but I get my nails done because my fi- my actual hands are very small. And so when my nails are not done, like if you look at my actual hand, I look like I have the hands of a four-year-old boy. Like my hands are very small. Hey, some people so like I keep that. my nails done to <laughs> elongate. I keep my nails done to elongate my hands. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag James Gunn. Tweet. Like I, I keep my nails done to elongate my fingers because I think it looks more feminine than my oh, little stubby yeah. boy hands. Oh. I don't know. For me, for me. James Gunn might like that. You know, like uh. I have little chubby boy hands, so you're not making this better. I mean, <laughs> so you're basically saying you get your nails done so people can tell the difference between your hands and a man hand. No, that's not what I'm saying. It's uh-huh. my preference that I prefer that my hands look elongated because I think it looks more feminine and pretty on me. So that's why I get my nails done. I think my only petty one is like bad skin. It's probably the only bad one. Like it's like something they have no control over. They're trying, but they yeah, have control I mean, you over. You still it. have to like. Yeah, so I look at you. Yeah. Shit. You got to be attracted to the person you're with, right? Yeah, they That's why I, it's it's a hard line between what's petty and what's yeah. preference, right? Because like some things are really petty, like but but sometimes they're also only petty if you really like someone and you'll still not date them because they have one of those things. Like right. If you if you really like a man who's like five seven and you're five two and you absolutely won't date him because he's five seven, yeah. that's because he could petty. have everything you ever wanted except right. Like, and it's like, really? You're doing yourself a disservice. That's when it becomes petty. Um, Kayla says uh, men that don't know the different forms of two, two, and two. Background yes, there. Kayla. They don't nap. They don't nap. Oh, yeah. And men that don't know how to spell definitely. <laughs> <laughs> defiantly. Like, I defiantly agree with this. You, so you don't? Or so you, you, what are you saying? What are you really saying? <laughs> Kayla, Kayla's basically saying she doesn't she like idiots. Amen, Kayla. Yeah, yeah, Amen. yeah I, don't think, I don't think that's petty. Someone else says breath hotter than the sun. <laughs> I don't think that's petty. That's not petty at all. Um, that's a hot-ass breath. Hotter than the sun. I know, right? 
Fucking melt. You melt, melt me with your breath. If you out here in the summertime, somebody talking to you in your face and they breath hot and it stinks. Uh, it's bad news, man. Uh, Primo says women that can't dance or don't drive for reason unrelated to medical. Well, if you, if you don't drive in Connecticut, very considerate to keep that in there. Yeah, that was bad. If you don't drive living in Connecticut, you that's absolutely not a petty reason. You can't fucking get anywhere, and I'm not picking you up, motherfucker. What about what about, what about how about not being able to dance? Is that petty? Um, if you're somebody who likes to go out and dance and your partner can't dance, dancing can equate to the bedroom too, and mm. how you can move. Absolutely. Hip, hip if, if your girl's got no hips. Mm. She just walks like right. a box. All right, Android phone. How do you feel about that? Yuck. Green bubbles. <laughs> green bubbles. Green bubbles. I, I feel like yuck. I feel, feel like it's a turn off for me, buddy. It's gross. How about you grow up and get an Apple? How about you grow up and get an Apple? How about that? Like, if you, you don't have cell phone up? service, can you still text me? <laughs> no. The answer's no. If you connected to Wi-Fi with no service, can you text me? The answer's, if the answer's no, don't talk No. It's gross. How about you fall back? Ew. I think, I think, I, I think I'm along the lines with Dallas, maybe because I'm so low maintenance, but... Um, like a very high maintenance woman. Sure. Like I'd love to, you know, smash. But after that, it's like. Nah. Now it depends what you consider high maintenance. It's too. like you're it's going to true. the grocery store, but you got to have three pounds of makeup on. You got to have f- fake eyelashes and shit like that. Is like, yo, you're bad. Not saying that's you, Bianca. Not saying. Oh no, that's, that's not me. I go to the grocery store looking like a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, not saying. Not saying like makeup yo, don't fix that. No, not at all. Not saying like. Like it's just like you know. Getting dialed up to go to yeah, 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 yeah. little places that don't really call for it. Wearing fucking... Like, you see all these girls on Instagram. And it's like, yo, where are you going? <laughs> a, lot of times are, a lot of times they're going nowhere. Yeah. Like, like, where are you going? Like this. You know what? After, you know, I, I kind of get conditioned not to mind that. Just because of where I went to school, it's like a fashion show. Girls will come to 8 o'clock classes in like <laughs> high heels. Yeah, that is like, yo, what are you makeup, doing? Makeup, pants, yo. I used to be at 8 a.m. in ball shorts and a t-shirt. Like, you can still be cute and comfortable. I looked at them like they were crazy. She came in dressed up. She was like, did you just wake up? I said, it's 8 a.m. Yes. It really depends. Like, now I'm at a point where I don't wear makeup Monday through Friday. I don't. I'll do my hair, but I don't wear makeup. But you're going to work. Yeah. But I don't could. see I don't see people at okay. work because of what I do. Like yeah, when yeah, I worked yeah. when I worked at the hospital, I was in heels, dresses, makeup, hair every single day because I was yeah. all over the hospital. I was meeting with patients. And, and now I, I work in basically a uh, dark office all day. I might be on the extreme end of that where I dress too comfortable too often. So that could be a turn off for women. Like, oh he don't Definitely. he don't wear Jeans enough. He's why he's got basketball shorts on all the time. I own like one button shirt, you know, <laughs> button down shirt. <laughs> Yo, I have a closet Definitely. full of shirts that I don't even wear. I just bought like three shirts, haven't worn them yet because I have nowhere to go to wear them. And that's the way I look at it. It's like, I'm just going out to eat. Do I really need to dress up? I'm like wearing a t shirt. Like for me, like I can be on the high maintenance side sometimes, but I there, I pay for it all. Right. Like I don't expect you to like chip in or anything. Has walked in my house and I'm like, oh, where'd you go? Nowhere, nigga. What do you mean? Where did I go? And I'll be like, Oh, sorry. I just think you're a little dialed up, and I'm just like, Oh, come But also, it, it, it kind of depends because dialed up to you might not be dialed up yeah, to me, right? Right. Because yeah. you're so like, I'm throwing on basketball shorts. Yeah. But it ain't like you coming in here with heels on no, either. You God, know, you, no. You're comfortable. Yes. So. Ah. It any, really just depends. Any other responses? What do we? Did you have any on yours? The only one I had, like I said, was small, Dallas had small lips. Small lips. <laughs> Nick ain't respond. How about music? Like the music they, they listen to? Oh, if you to? like country, hell no. Not, no. Hell no. 
Taylor Swift. Music's a big deal. Taylor Swift. You date white girls, but you don't want to listen to country music or have small lips. Nope. I think you might have taken the Petty Award. Huh? I think you might have taken the Petty Award. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. who is this white girl you're looking for with big lips that doesn't listen to country music? <laughs> no, nah, I'm not saying he he dates more. He's dated more than just. I'm white just. Where's this white? His current girlfriend is white. So. Where's this white woman that you speak of, Dallas? Cracking jokes. I know. I'm just yeah. saying. Where's this white woman you speak of? Go to country, so you don't, don't go to country, you wouldn't go to a country concert? I'd have to be like really drunk. I ain't going to no country concert. So I, I don't know how they going to I ain't know how they going to act. Because I hear they have fun at country co- concerts, but I wouldn't want to Yeah, what's be. their fun? Is their fun beating niggas up? Or, yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying? exactly. I know they drink a lot. Yeah, you see, you know what people like? They're going gonna to start saying nigga, and then you're going to have, you know. It's it's time, then it's time to fight. You, yeah. you can't. And you can't. Because if you're the only one. Shitting me. If you're the only nigga there, you're going to fight. That's something to clear it all out. 15 people saying nigga? If, if we had Xfinity, I got something in the car that's going to clear all that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, music is music Sometimes could be a deal breaker, smart. and that's petty, but it is like, especially because I'm getting older. Like, I don't, I could not tell you the difference between like Takashi and that's, oh yeah, Triple X. If you lined all them niggas up, I wouldn't be able to tell you the difference. All the, all the, I think it's like, rainbow hair niggas, like them too. That also be a that's like those the, the new like up and coming young rappers with all the face tats and all that. I don't know the difference between any of them. R- I don't. So care like enough. dating yeah. somebody who only listens to music like that, but like women, doesn't know their history, would be that, like gross. Women to me. that listen to gangster rap kind of turned me off growing up. And I don't even think about listen. I don't even think it's listening. I think it's the mannerism of which they act afterwards, like the ratchet. Like they act ratchet after, and it's like, yo, I know all the words to this Meek Mill song right now, <laughs> and it's like the ratchet archetype. Were you, were, you, were you dating women from Philly before you got married? Is this no, no, I'm just saying. But you, you've seen it, dog. Singing, rapping the whole intro, that whole Meek intro, it's just like, it's kind of a turn off. I fabulous. love the Meek intro. It's a fabulous song, buddy. It's a fabulous song, buddy. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, you grew up in Waterbury. Who do you know that doesn't know the fucking Meek intro? <sighs> Yeah, that's true. I'm just saying, dog. I, know, I grew up a rap fan, so you, kinda, you grew up in the inner city. I, mean, I think there's a line between liking rap and liking rap. You know what I mean? No. I think there's a thin line there. No, I don't I don't really think there's a thin line. Well, Jay-Z's see, my favorite rapper. So what would you like? You can, you can like rap and not be ratchet. I think that's where it is. Okay. Where it comes in. But the two don't uh, really coincide. They sometimes they do, though. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, anybody tell you to listen to like the girl who Just only listens to like DMX? Just say you don't like That's that is oh, yeah. completely aside you know, from like. I know you you, you <laughs> went all around the mountain. Just get there. Yes. Get there. You don't like say, the rap. Just say it, nigga. That has nothing to do with. Why me. don't you date white girls? Well, well you kind of do. This was a good bit. podcast, guys. Have a blessed evening. <laughs> I'm gonna go home and go to sleep. Look at the time. It's been a blessing. It's been a blessing. To be God bless from Dallas. This is Tommy Laren with her final thought. Wow, I hate him. Oh no. We're not in it like that. That's crazy. <laughs> Dad, do you want to sign us off with? Well, no. you know, let's, let's at the goddamn fools. Ah. GDfools at gmail.com. Hit us up. Yes. Any of our friends want to come on? Let us know. Yes. Um, at chicks to do beard. At Miss Bianca Bissa. Black of Wall Street. Dallas is not the Swiss anymore. He is Dallas M Swain S W A I N. All right. Uh, Dal, sign us off with a sorry to bother you voice. Hey, this is uh, Cassius oh Green from uh, Regal View. Uh, sorry to bother you, but we're going to end this podcast right here. Thank you. Oh.